Salutations, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the five time, five time, five time, five time, five time. Five time. of the Finalist Gamer, where the games and gamers grow older, and you know, but our gaming experiences will forever remain timeless. Your gaming podcast show that brought to you by Pinoy Retro Gaming. We are live now in Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. And to all of you guys who are curious about our archive videos uh, of our previous ones, uh, actually, you can check out our YouTube channel by going to the Timeless Gamer PRG YouTube channel. And you can also listen to us in Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, and Apple Podcasts by searching in Timeless Gamer. And this is a new season, everyone. That means we also have some new faces. Uh, let's start off with Miss Ensley Porter, Miss Eileen. Hi, everybody. Welcome. Thank you for joining us. And All right. And Miss Honoka99, Miss Charlene. Yo, yo, yo. What's up, guys? Hello, everyone. PRG fans here around the world. Good morning. All right. And of course, we're presenting the Sega Genesis Facebook group and another addition to our growing family of famous gamers. Sir Dan, the man. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Welcome. Good to see you all again. All right. Joining us live by satellite at the UK right there is Sir Dan. Thank, thank you. And of course, the other uh, corner of the world, Banyagan is Sir Jobal representing New Jersey. All right. Hello uh, from Clear Cross Pond here in New Jersey. This is Joel, uh, also known as the Banyagan Native here on Facebook and on Twitch. Very, very happy to see everybody again. And we've got a great show for you. Back to you, Joel. And of course, coming back home to the Philippines right here, Sir, Ret- uh, Sir Seabert, East Retro Gamer. Hello, coming from Imus Cavite. <laughs> uh, hello, guys. It's nice to be here uh, again. And um, uh, I want to say hello to Andrew Kowa, who's uh, the admin for Sega Collector Seeds, who's watching. Hello, sir. All right. So, uh, I'm, and of course, uh, it's me, Joe, coming from Sydney, Australia. So, hey, we, we pretty much got a, uh, we were able to triangulate the whole globe, no? So, we got the UK, we got the US, we got Australia, right down under, and of course, right down in the middle, it's the Philippines right there. <laughs> but we got the, uh, so we, I think we've, uh, we've, uh, we've, we went all around the world this time for, uh, for this special episode. And, and I would like also to thank Sir uh, Sir Raymond uh, Pinoy Retro Freak for uh, for our thumbnails for our thumbnail for this particular episode. Our favorite Sega characters, and we've also like to thank Sir Dan for. So we were uh, we were able to come up with uh, the um, the premiere episode of season five, and and we said, oh, okay, so let's ask Sir Dan on what he likes. Uh, for this particular Sega character, so here we are, and we were able to come up with a few uh, very difficult, actually, uh, because the uh, because the condition is we we can only talk about three. Mm-hmm. So out of all of the Sega characters out there, uh, we can only talk about three. And the conditions for this particular episode is that only uh, each panelist can only talk about up to three. Uh, Sega characters, and these characters can be either from the first-party Sega uh, devel- uh, developer company, the third-party developer companies, and and or the sub-companies owned by Sega circa 2013. And that includes Atlas. 
no? Uh, you know, the persona ga ad, th- those people who make uh, persona and Shin Megami yeah, Tensei, this, those guys. Yeah, <laughs> this, this guys. little known series, you know. <laughs> no, those guys. Uh, anyway, so we will uh, we will let Sir uh, we will let Sir Joel take the lead on this one, and he'll prompt us to uh, to this particular episode. But before all that. Let's say hello to the Charatatat. How are you all doing today? The backbone of the Timeless Gamers, Sir Joel. Can you say hello? Who's down there at the chat? Oh, absolutely. Yes, uh, we definitely would like to say hi to everybody in the chats. Very, very happy that you're here. The most, one of the most important parts of the Timeless Gamer podcast is interacting with you, the audience. First things first, we'd like to say hi to Zulian uh, GC, who is who says hello, mga sir, and Paolo Cisportorno Fernandez, a very familiar name to us. He is part of you know, retro gaming <laughs> <laughs> and our resident music meister. Also, the guy challenged by Dan, the man right here, to do was that ten or is, or was that twenty? No, yeah. um, it was it was twenty. 20 yes 20, 20 sega yeah. je- sega games for him to go through on stream because he wasn't familiar with sega Paolo should have been he, here he us. had a blast yeah he should have been here actually hey who knows he might he might uh consent to join <laughs> us again sometime in the near future i'm sure he had a little bit of an engagement right now but you know we look forward to having you again here sir pao and of course Chin, uh, chino carlo medrano santuil says a right star there you go and matt bustle from north carolina matt bustle plays games hello matt it's great to see you of course casey lynn velosa hernando uh says i love sega we love sega too casey and uh jdm Juan de Marcos saying watching from the philippines a lot of our audience in the philippines and we are very very happy that the filipinos are here but of course we are reaching out to all the filipinos all over the world because of the filipino diaspora making sure that everybody every filipino is reached out to by Timeless Gamer and not just every Filipino but also every Filipino family member, every Filipino friend, even total strangers who are just friends waiting to be met. Uh, let's see, there's Oth Kalimpo. Uh, uh, I did also mention, uh, um, no, no, uh, Miss, Mr. Apolabad. Uh, very, very happy to have you here as well. Back to you, John. All right, all right. And uh, is that everyone? <laughs> Excellent, excellent. Okay, so thank you all guys for, for being here. And let's not uh let's not delay this any further. Sir Joel, let's start the show. All right, let's get this show on the road. Um the topic for today is our favorite Sega characters. And like Joe mentioned, we are including all first party, uh third party and uh and silk beauty characters. <clears throat> from Sega, uh, from the Sega history, we are not limiting ourselves to just plain old Sega, uh, Sega, man, um, Sega uh, console characters. If you have any particular Sega characters that you are interested in or want to talk about, please make sure to mention it in the chats. But uh, here in the panel, we are going to be doing our very best to outline who our favorite Sega characters are. Sega, for a lot of people, is not a very familiar. Uh, name when it comes to their childhood gaming because it was always a war. It was always a war between Nintendo and Sega as to which ones, which side you wanted to choose. And a fair number of us chose Nintendo. But there's also a sizable, a sizable contingent like me and Dan and Siebert who chose Sega growing up. So the idea for our, um, for our, I'm just who is wearing a red you. shirt, by the way, trader. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Siebert is sporting a red shirt, which is uh, 
highly sus actually when you stop and think about it <laughs> but that's perfectly fine that's perfectly fine and you know our objective nah, 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 nah. I, mean, I, mean, he, I mean he saw the super mario trailer oh yeah that's looking forward to that actually. that is very true actually um let's talk a little bit you know uh sidetrack a little bit of news uh Nintendo was it Nintendo? I'm not quite sure what what um, cinema company just came out with it. They just came out with the trailer for Super Mario Brothers to me, which is something a lot of people kind of you know kind of tossed up and said you know I like this, I hate this. Let's ask the ladies in the let's ask the ladies in the panel. Uh, have the ladies seen the trailer yet? And what yes. are your opinions on it? Very quick, very just a very quick sideline. Let's just talk about it a little bit. Yes, uh, Miss Charlene, what is your opinion on that trailer? Well, on the trailer of that, as I can see there, that the story is main based on Mario. Mm -hmm. uh, we all know actual Mario, so about to defeat Bowser, stealing mm -hmm. Princess Peach on Mushroom Kingdom. So it's just exactly as the same thing as the game. As always. As always. Yes, as always. As always. <laughs> How about you, Miss Eileen? What's your opinion? I mean, what what was your first impression on that trailer? To be honest, I haven't seen the trailer yet, but I oh. have seen a couple Whoa. of... Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> you should have seen stuff it. Going on. <laughs> a lot of live stuff going on oh, yeah. recently. Mm -hmm. yeah. But yes, I have seen more on the images and the releases of how the graphics are. Mm -hmm. So I like how they rendered Mario and all the characters there. And I'm, I'm actually quite curious how the actors are gonna portray those characters since yeah, they're not the voice actors in the game, so let's see when the movie go comes out. All right, well, well the voice acting, okay. <laughs> well, a very. How about from from the opposite side of the fence? You know, because we are talking, we are talking to the main Sega man here. Let's check what Dan's opinion is of that trailer. I'm absolutely sure you've seen that one, right, Dan? Yeah, I have, mate. Um, I don't think it looks as good as Sonic, to be honest. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I think. Uh, I think it it's looks a, a, a very a, a more a more a, a child orientated mm. um, uh, trailer, and we've only seen a, a bit of it. And I know there's been a lot of divisive um, comments over Chris Pratt doing the the voice for Mario, mm -hmm. um, but from the from the clips I saw, I thought it looked the kind of things you you let your kids watch as mm. opposed to watching with your kids. Mm. Yeah. So, uh, but, but I'm, I'm I'm obviously biased. So obviously. Of course, of course. I mean, yeah, you and I were we're, we're Sega dudes. But, and but then again, you know, let's let's talk to the to the stealth Nintendo boy over there wearing the red shirt right there, <laughs> Seabird. <laughs> I know I know you've got an opinion on this. What do you have to say about that trailer? Um, I'm excited actually. So I grew up with Nintendo, same with Sega, but uh, I, I'm fun with Sega, of course. But I'm wearing red, so I'm fun with Nintendo also. <laughs> but uh, I'm, I'm excited to. The, the trailer looks good, and then it's mo way much better than the 1991 uh, yeah. movie, if you remember it. Okay, uh, okay. <laughs> Okay. That's not If you remember okay. that, but that uh, I'm pretty much excited. I'm okay. looking forward to it. I'll bring all my kids to that movie. All right, excellent. In my case, I'm cautiously optimistic because you know it's it hues very close to the visuals of the game. Um and the yes. complaints about Chris Pratt's voice acting. I don't even get it. I don't even get why people are, are angry because of the fact that you've only heard the, the main voice actor of Mario is Charles Martinet. 
yes. great guy. I've met him a couple of times in the conventions here in the United States. Very, very nice person. But honestly, you've only heard Mario's voice as the Italian plumber, you know, and everything like that. In short clips and everything. So you don't really hear him speak in long sentences, you know, acting out a whole script. I'm not quite sure those really short moments of his joviality are going to translate well to long conversations about life and fighting Bowser and everything. So I'm cautiously optimistic. I'm looking forward to it. And I think it's going to be a good time. Maybe Chris Pratt is going to turn in a really good, uh, really good performance. Who knows? I'm reserving judgment until it comes out. But heck, you know, uh, we, I've been, I've been pleasantly surprised many times before. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I, I'm, I was reserving you for last because I know you're a man of strong opinions. What was your opinion? Ah, uh, okay. So a few takeaways from the trailer. Okay, so number one. Uh, so most of the fans were talking about Mario's ass or lack thereof. <laughs> I didn't even hear any discussion about Hope it would be, and of course Chris Pratt uh, saying the phrase uh, "Where am I?" or something like that. Mm. And okay, so we got Star Lord voicing Mario, right? And mm. yeah, and Sir uh, Sir Joel's right. Between Chris Pratt, which I don't know why they decided that studio went to that direction, getting him as the voice uh, as a voice for Mario. Charles, uh, on the other hand, was just saying "woohoo" like that. I mean, the voice is okay, like for short one-liners, and I think it's gonna sound annoying if he keeps on saying stuff. Pretty the much, way he's yeah. uh, the high pitch voice will be uh, will get old and annoying real fast, and I'm like, okay, fine. But then again, uh, this is just a few fra- uh, a few words from Chris Pratt, and he uh, he didn't really try hard enough to sound Italian, you know, sound convincing enough that this guy's from Italy. <laughs> But hey, um, if we're—I mean, if we're going to go, if we're going to go off the walls, balls to the wall. Hey, he uh, changed his you, shirt. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Mm. I was sorry about that, Joe, because Ebert just uh, came so, off, went offline, and he came, came back on life. He took hey, off his red shirt. Uh, that, Come on. Uh, that, was just, that was just a teaser, anyway. That was, that was just a teaser. Let's uh, let's wait for the whole trailer to come out and mm. let's see the movie for what it is. And right. at, least, at least on this movie, mm. Mario is staying where he's supposed to stay, like in the Mushroom Kingdom, not going to New York, not going to Hollywood, mm. not going somewhere in Earth, just right there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Which, at least, no? It's an 80s trope. It was an 80s trope, or was it 90, early 90s, where, you know, the main character would travel to Earth and everything, much like, you know, Masters of the Universe or, you know, uh, uh, like, yeah, like it, like the Super yeah. Mario movie. So, uh, Bob Hoskins. Bob Hoskins. That was the name of the main Bob actor. Ha- yeah, main actor. Who's that yeah. guy? Lu- Louis Guisiano. Albano. Yeah, uh, um, um, uh, John Albano. Oh, Albano. Oh, oh, oh. Albano. Mm, Albano. I think he's starting on the market. Mm-hmm. Yes. Captain Lil Mano, I, I miss that guy. I miss I miss Captain. Ain't that the wrestler? Oh yes, he was a wrestler, and he also showed up in a few of Cindy Lauper's music videos. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I don't know that. Yeah, uh, 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 girls just want to have fun. If I remember correctly, he played. The I, I, just, I just realized, Michael, why am I wearing red in the first? 
<laughs> and that's why you know that's why you know and we were disappointed that you took off your took off your red shirt Seymour. you were gonna we really... were so sh you were so shocked why did you change yeah. your color to yeah blue? and we were looking right. forward to you know controlled opposition from well you, so. i wanted to celebrate the movie of super mario so i changed well actually technically not only super mario's also there have you already seen the trailer of the legend of zelda on netflix but Oh, it's a fan trailer, I think. I might have said yes. I, yes. Oh, that's too bad. I, I didn't see that I, one. I, that. I have seen some uh, some posters with um, who's that guy? Tom Holland. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Many people really don't like why they don't like Tom Holland as Link on mm. the Legend of Zelda. Why wow. he should be Zelda? Uh, <laughs> I no. I'm sorry. It's Link. <laughs> well, I'm not sure though why they don't like. Hey, right. is the Last of Us already? Are, is it is it showing on Netflix already? The last not 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 yet. It's not yet. I just only see the trailer. I don't not sure though. The last probably a fan. Yeah, I've I seen I saw the trailer. It seemed interesting. The Last of Us. It's it's definitely something. It's definitely something that I want to compare to the game itself. But getting back though, let us uh, continue with our main topic, which is Sega characters. Our favorite Sega characters. Some of us came into Sega early on, like me and Ben and Seabird. Some of us are coming into Sega a little bit a little bit later in life. But the joy of discovering all these fascinating Sega characters is always um, is always a treat. And we love have introducing those those Sega characters to everybody. If um, if it's going to be the first time that you're discovering these Sega characters, we are very glad that you are joining us for Sega Love. So um, the rules are Sega characters from first party, third party. If you guys uh, got interested in it because of the arcades, because of consoles, we are going to um, we are going to discuss who that character is, what game he showed up in, and why we would invite somebody to try that game with that character and invite him. Invite the general audience uh, for um, experience, for the experience of... <laughs> <laughs> and for the, for the like people that. in like, Spotify <laughs> right now, Joe is showing his Sonic the Hedgehog. What is that? Uh, action figure? Doll? What is that, Joe? It's a, um, it's it's a, a controller holder. A controller holder. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, you like, put your Sonic video game controller like on it, and uh, basically Sonic is holding on to your controller for you. Seabrit is showing Sonic the Hedgehog, the not for resale version of his cartridge. Very very cool. So um, let us begin by. Choosing at random uh, one uh, one panelist to talk about their favorite top three Sega characters. Eeny, meeny, miny, mo. Catch a catch a tiger by the toe. Let us do Miss Charlene. Let's do Miss Charlene. Miss Charlene, I invite you to start by this uh, to start the discussion by presenting your top three Sega characters. I, I think oh. the, I think it's pretty obvious which one the first one is going to be from your background. <laughs> <laughs> you guys notice it, yes. Yes. yes, that would be the one and only Sonic the Hedgehog, guys. Mm -hmm. uh, so, top one that I'll be discussing will be Sonic the Hedgehog. Second will be um, Axel Stone from Streets of Rage. You guys already know familiar with Streets of Rage. And lastly, Akira Yuki from Virtual Fighter. Very cool. So, um, yeah. Sonic the Hedgehog is a very popular character. Uh, mm -hmm. Very popular Sega character, not not just because of the not just because of the two most recent Sonic the Hedgehog movies, but you know uh, he's been he's been front and center with the console wars. Miss Charlene, tell us who Sonic the Hedgehog is and what um, what makes him so appealing to you. 
Well, Sonic basically he's uh, just only a normal hedgehog, though. Well, actually, originally he lives not on Green Hill Zone. <laughs> 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 but he's technically, not. yeah. <laughs> yeah, but technically, yeah, he, he hmm. is. Actually, he is the fa one of the fastest hedgehogs ever on the entire game. You know what hmm. I mean? So okay. basically, um, Sonic was being chased by, you know, the one and only Dr. Robotnik, Dr. Eggman here. He's trying to beat Sonic, trying to also get the Chaos Emeralds to become one of the most powerful villains on Earth and the entire universe. Okay, and uh, this is all from this is all from the uh, the games the game itself, right? Yes, yes, exactly. But not only exactly the games they actually base. There mm -hmm. is actually a quite movies of Sonic the Hedgehog. If you mm -hmm. actually quite see the entire trailers, like uh, Sonic Adventures, like that mm -hmm. one. Uh, that they're actually seeing right now is transforming itself to supersonic on sega sonic adventures there i believe this was released back on sega saturn or sega dreamcast i believe dreamcast uh, it says yeah. here on the whatchamacallit on the yeah. on yes. the subtitle but yeah um continue yes. with charlene yes that's right so most likely um sonic has a lot of franchises like um a lot more like sega genesis master system um a whole lot more to be honest eventually so before uh one before sega was used to be very popular back then but since um they already lost the console wars against nintendo so hmm. basically that's they became third party providers. debatable extremely debatable <laughs> like that yes that's why they call it the bit wars <laughs> if you yes. guys remember that actually there. yeah that hmm, that's a, that actually might be a little bit more apt name to it uh the 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 16-bit wars shall we say yeah you know yeah mighty, 16 yeah. Bit wars. Mm -hmm. yeah 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 so um basically sonic is together with tails mm -hmm. tails is one of the one of the inventors who actually he's actually a great inventor though he's the mm -hmm. only fox who has two tails so he's lucky to become sonic's best friend though and a long mm -hmm. game with knuckles the echidna so knuckles basically he is the guardian of the master emerald the zone. So three of them, three of them partner up together to defeat Doctor Robotnik. All right, the the, mm -hmm. the visuals that certainly do lend themselves very well to the uh, to the game yes. itself. Very nice and colorful, and um, yes. it looks it's very inviting if if you have a look at the visuals because for the yes. uh, for the listeners of the podcast right now on Spotify or on Google Google Podcasts, we are showing footage of Sonic uh, Sonic games yes. and. It's very appealing. It seems to be very appealing, yeah. not just to children, but also uh, gamers in general, because it, it draws people in visual uh, because of the colors and the seats. So it, it's quite it's quite appealing. I have a uh, question. Mm, go ahead, John. Uh, go ahead. Which, go sir, sure. I have a question uh, with Sir Dan, Sir Siebert, Sir Carlo down there, and with Matt Buckley down there. Mm -hmm. Came out mm -hmm. first. The, uh, so Sonic. So when did Sonic introduce uh, the Sonic games introduce the Chaos Emeralds? Which game? First game. Um, first game. Yeah. Sorry. First. first Ever game. since the Sonic game. Though. The seven yeah, first, Chaos Emeralds. No, it started first off. At, it started first at six Emeralds on Sonic the right. Hedgehog one. And when did they introduce Super Sonic? Super first. Sonic was released on Sonic the Hedgehog two already. On the second one. Yes. Right. That's okay. how it became seven. And so around that time, so this was the nineties. So my follow-up question would be, so so did Sonic rip off Dragon Ball or something for some reason? It, it, some people uh, say it's an homage. Yeah, some it's people say <laughs> some people say they actually copied 
um, the Super Saiyan form of Goku. Uh, you know, actually in Dragon Ball though. <laughs> not most likely, I'm not sure why they actually copied Super Saiyan. It's like Super Sonic. Mm-hmm. I mean, let's face it. Dragon Ball was super, well, you know, to, to overuse the word, super popular back in the 90s. Uh, yes. Dragon Ball was formative to our to our anime years. And uh, Sega being a Japanese company, they do they do homages to to popular uh, popular stuff in in Japan. You see little Easter eggs here and there of popular stuff in Japanese culture, not necessarily recognizable to us Western audiences, but this one, obviously so. We can't avoid recognizing uh, yeah. reference to Dragon Ball Z with the supersonic form. Continue, yes. Mr. Okay. So basically here, next up a topic, Sonic the Hedgehog 1, 2, E. They're just all just the same though. So 2 is based on supersonic already. Number 3 is on based on the Master Emerald. So that's how they first met Knuckles the Echidna. Knuckles the Echidna, the guardian of the Master Emerald. Uh, 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 speaking of, um, I'm, I'm freshly coming out of Sonic the Hedgehog, uh, Sonic yeah. Movie 2. And yes. it seems, uh, I saw Sonic the Movie 2 on Amazon Prime sometime weeks ago. And I have to admit, um, it's it they skewed very closely to the general points of the game, and the, and that's something that I very much appreciate because of the fact that they kind of stayed true to a lot of the important points of the movie uh, of the yes. game for the movie. Hmm? Exactly, that's right though. But basically, on the movie on Sonic, uh, you guys actually familiar with Sonic's uh, fi- uh, fictional character? It's not exactly the sa- exact same thing as the Sonic itself from the game. So basically, they just uh, Actually, his eyes are just actually like this, mm-hmm. and the fur is actually more blue, mm-hmm. not exactly not white on the game itself. Okay, that's all actually the difference between Sonic. Mm-hmm. But it's actually pretty good though. Oh, yeah, I mean, generally. Oh, uh, don't forget, uh, ladies and gentlemen, here in the chat, we are very mm-hmm. much open to everybody. Uh, putting in their opinions on Miss Charlene's choices, actually, and everybody's choices. Make sure yeah. that you put in your opinions on in the chats as yeah. to whether you agree or you disagree yeah. with Miss Charlene's choices or my choices. And yeah. you know, uh, here in the panel, does anybody have any severe objections to Miss Charlene's first choice of a yeah. favorite character? No. Yeah. Well, it was, yeah. it was without saying Sonic must be here, so uh, must be yeah. in this episode. <laughs> yeah, because, you know, the one and only Blue Hedgehog is one of the number one favorites here in Sega. Since he is Sega's mascot, usually before it was Alexander the Kid in Miracle World. So Alex the Kid, Alex, yes. Alex yeah, Kid. Yeah, Alex Sorry, the Kid Alex in Kid, Miracle yes. World. There you go. In the Alex Master Kid System. In Master System. Yes. Master System. Yes. There you go. Hey, guys, did you see the face of Sonic when it was about to be released in the movies. Oh, bad, oh, bad Sonic. Oh, okay. yeah. Ugly I'm, Sonic. Okay. <laughs> I'm not sure what the what the what they're thinking about releasing that. Good thing I love. I believe Sir Dan was the one who made the petition. Yeah, being the head of the Sega Genesis. Uh, Sega Sega. Uh, yeah, Sega Genesis uh, Facebook US. group was that right? Uh, mm-hmm. Was that right, Dan? Am I mentioning that correctly? Yes, my yes, my ask correct. Yeah, uh, what okay. the how? What, it's a it's a pertinent question. What what was your initial reaction to to the ugly Sonic design initially, and 
how 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 do you well, go about it? How do you go about fixing it? Public shaming. I think I think a lot of a lot of abuse got ill takers way to be honest. Uh, not not by me, but uh, but there were definitely a backlash to it. Uh, it went it went it went really bad in our group in the in the Genesis. Um, people just took the Mickey really. You know, yeah. they, didn't get, they didn't get angry. They just took the took the mick out of it. But um, <laughs> but uh, there were definitely I I checked out Sega's Twitter timeline and uh, the Facebook timeline, and there are a lot of people giving them grief. Mm-hmm. So it's good that they listened. It's you know I mean I, I've got to give them big credit for that because mm-hmm. uh, they, mm-hmm. they could have just stick with it like Nintendo was sticking with Chris Pratt. So you know what I mean it's it's good that Sega actually actually care about the fans. But yeah, no, it was good. Which is absolute proof that cyberbullying works. Yeah. <laughs> yes, right. Not that great. Right. There you go. But you know, this it, is one of those in, uh, instances that uh, inter- the internet was made for something good. Mm-hmm. I mean, world hunger is still there. Racism all over the world is still, yeah. r- is still mm-hmm. rampant. But hey, by banding in together, we can. Mm. <laughs> We can so move the studio from changing at least Sonic. I mean, I've got, I've got to be honest. Say, one of the things that I've always loved about Sega is, mm. is that you know they've always they're not the same company they used to be, but mm-hmm. they, they have always listened to the um, to the customer to the base. And they thought about the customer base quite a lot. You know what I mean? So we're, that's just one example, really. That this, even though the company's changed a lot, at least they're listening. Fundamental difference between Sega and Nintendo. Somebody builds a fan mod of Sonic the Hedgehog, it becomes an official part of Sonic the Hedgehog uh, game. I think it was called Sonic, uh, the, the most recent one, Sonic Colors or Sonic Dreams. I, I completely forgot the title of the game. Sega invites them to become an official developer of, uh, of the Sonic the Hedgehog series. Somebody mm-hmm. makes a fan mod of of, of Super Mario, make it a 3D version. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nintendo Close says, down. we'll see you in court. Yeah. Okay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now, now, I apologize for the uh, for the interruption. Miss Charlene, what was your number two choice of favorite Sega character? Number two number choice two. my favorite say favorite Sega character? I believe that is Axel Stone from Streets of Rage. Ooh, you Axel. guys already know Axel is the number one main Axel. character. He's mm. usually Ray also... That's right. Ren Zappa. Ren Zappa. <laughs> He's actually, when I first saw him, his appearance, I actually loved the basic mm. uh, Fury of Punch. You know what I mean? Oh, really? Not yeah. Uh, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. So basically, blue jeans, blonde yeah. guy. Yeah, blonde, a blonde hair guy. Fist. Somebody's going to be jealous here, okay? <laughs> 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 Somebody's gonna get jealous in the chat. So get... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So anyway, so nice basically, ass, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> so basically, hey. so he's a former member of the Wood Oak City Police Department. Okay. So you guys are already familiar with that. So basically, when I first appeared, that um, on the first streets of rage, Axel uh, make his debut first on 1991. If you guys actually check the game itself back on the first on the Sega Genesis version, there that's actually that video over there. Yes, that's the one. That's what Axel's first appearance. Ah, yes, uh, yeah. Actually, Mega Drive and Genesis—they're just only the same, but a different. Oh no, no, I'm I'm referring to the bare bare knuckle. 
Bare knuckle. Bare knuckle. Yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's actually yeah. a different name. Oh my gosh, that bazooka guy you always make the mistake. Yeah. Politically incorrect to say bare knuckle for some reason. Yeah, bare knuckle. Like punch, punch, punch. Bare knuckle. That's right, though. So, anyway, so he is actually one of the three cops who quit on Oak City's police department. So, City's Corp and the police force ordered two personality hunt down syndicate leaders themselves. So, along with Adam Hunter and Blaze Fielding, you already go, guys are familiar with these two characters already on okay. Streets of Rage. Mm. So, he manages to defeat the syndicate leader known as Mr. X. So, you already guys know Mr. X. He's the last boss level of Streets of Rage. Part on on his headquarters. Mm-hmm. So that's how I actually. Did. So most likely the one I like about his technique is uh, fire punch mm-hmm. and the missile launcher. <laughs> but actually, it's just only a skill though. But I'm not sure with the with the game itself though, because mm-hmm. since I and I actually don't play that much though. But most likely I played is Streets of Rage Part Two. That's one of my favorites though. Streets of Rage Two is my favorite. It's over again. That, that's yeah. Game. Axel or Cody from Final Fight, who did it better? As far as blonde guys go. Uh, you mean Cody from Final Fight? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Final yeah. Fight. I'm pretty sure because Cody is way better. Because first, uh, Co- Cody. Got oh, really? Cody really? That's a surprising. Yeah. That's a surprising Let choice. It be, yeah. Let it be on the record. Yes. Mr. Go ahead, Mr. Why justify? Cody why do you from think Final Cody Fight is better than Axel? Really? Why? Yeah. Justify it. Really? Why? <laughs> I don't know. He looks really cool when he's doing that triple punch, spinning punch, though. Oh, Cody? Punch, punch, punch. Cody? In the arcade bird. Oh, oh, okay. Uh, yeah, let's see, Cody. Let's see. I'm not sure though, but I have not remembered actually the What? No, he does, but um, if I remember correctly, it's more like a yeah. Ah, let's see. If I remember correctly, the Sega Genesis. Describe it, Miss Miss Charlene. Uh, You have the you have the opinion on this. Uh, which uh, okay, so both. I'm not sure. I quite forgot the technique of Axel though, because uh, basically I don't usually play that much mm. <laughs> Axel. If you guys can actually um, check it there to see what Axel can usually do on his skills, mm. I'm quite sometimes I forget how did he usually A- do Axel's, that. Axel's main one is his ground upper. His ground yeah, upper. his ground. That's right, the ground upper. That you got that right, the ground upper. Forward, forward, That's what I like. Forward, Just like an. Yes. Final fight is the roundhouse kick. Yeah, Proper that's the one there. That's the yeah. one you got it. Now I remember the roundhouse kick there. What Cody mm-hmm. did. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. So, but, uh, that... but but if you compare the two, they're both in the Sega. But final fight came in first before mm. Street Fighter. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Final, final fight Street Fighter. Street Fighter was Sega's answer to Final Fight being released uh, on the Super Nintendo. Uh, yes, that's right. Yeah, 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 and uh, it, it were really the final fight game were really butchered for the Super Nintendo release. They cut a lot out. You could it, you could only play one player. Um, they put a level out. They put a boss out. Um, mm. you know, I mean, it, it was a, a, a real dodgy version, really. Um, mm. it, it, it prompted Sega to to get to rival it in the uh, release Streets of Rage, and uh, yeah, a lot of people have gone to Sega with that. <laughs> now there you go. So uh, I, I did recently play Streets of Rage Four, and uh, uh, Axel was a very uh, Axel was yes. a very good character to play to play with. Uh, Fire and to Fist play through the game. 
it, it was a fun game actually. I'm I'm yeah, glad that they, pretty, they kept the spirit of it. It's quite uh, neutral actually in speed, power, technique. Mm -hmm. uh, he, he's most he's most of the time it's the go-to guy. Mm -hmm. If you don't yeah. know who to choose uh, on the character selection scene, then most people would go for Axel. Mm -hmm. Yes, Axel yes, actually is number one, number one character there. All right, uh, let's uh, let's continue. Let's round off uh, Miss Charlene's list. What is who is your number three favorite character and why? Number three character would be the one and only Yuki Akira from Virtual Fighter. Oh, so he actually, okay. uh, <laughs> yes. So basically, that Akira. Fighter. Mm. Yes, you guys actually familiarize. Do you actually know that um, um, they're like exactly like a lookalike? Um, Akira and Ryu. Yes. The lookalike version, but Akira wears white. So mm. basically, Ryu. And Ryu wears... doesn't? <laughs> <laughs> no, he actually wears white as well, the, the suit only. But the tie here, it's red. It's red. And, so... and Ryu doesn't? <laughs> <laughs> Just no, really he, giving our Charlene a hard time he, here. He, he the white I was having a hard and time. And he wears the white. Uh, he wears the um, the white tie, uh, the red tie, and that came from yeah. Ken. After. Mm. Yes, basically, I kind of forget when the Virtual Fighter release started, but I what I remember is that was back on the nineties. Mm. That, that first came on the arcade version. If you guys actually went to actually in the malls, something arcades. That's where Virtual Fighter all back started on Sega. It's as, like as Mr. Paulo Christopher Torna Fernandez says, I don't know who that guy is. Uh, says in the chats, Akira is originally blue. Yes, it's true. Ah, yeah, <laughs> <Yes>. blue. <laughs> I'm not sure because uh, I haven't actually a base on there. But I first played Virtual Fighter. I was just only a little kid back then. Mm -hmm. But I didn't actually play the first one to be honest. I just played on the PlayStation 2 already. PlayStation 2, a virtual fighter already. So that's how I started meeting Akira. So Akira just, was uh, really fierce. Just kidding on that one, Sir Pao. Sir Pao, one of our most valued members here in Pinoy Retro Gaming. Sir Pao 24 on <laughs> Twitch.tv. All right, continue yeah. with Charlene. Um, okay. Mm. So basically, Akira's story here, as I can read here on the mm -hmm. first virtual fighter, mm -hmm. he says here is one of the most foremost Chinese martial artists. And during the Second World War, of course, so Japanese army developed their own technique to improve Infinity's fighting ability of Akira. So Akira is the grandson of the man who developed these techniques. Um, I'm not sure who is the great grandson of Akira, though. Mm -hmm. And he is also the assistant instructor of Yuki Butokan. So he, it's his family's dojo already. Mm -hmm. Actually, check on the family dojo of Akira. Mm -hmm. So big difference between Ryu and Akira. Akira is his move set. You know, his martial art is very different from Ryu. Ryu is, yeah. I think, Shotokan Karate or Shorin Ryu Karate, one or the other. And Shorin Akira, karate. yes, there you go. And uh, Akira uh, is Akira is is uh, Chinese based, a Chinese based yeah. move set, right? Yes, you know. based on Chinese based. So most likely Ryu is based on martial arts on Japan, on mm. Japanese. Okay. So actually, um, for most likely, he's also hot-blooded and impulsive by nature. Um, so he, he actually started training when he was only 23 years old. At the age of 23, of course, but I'm not sure that. So he went on the quest to test his abilities. That's uh, Akira, of course. So two years later, he actually got into the first world fighting tournament. So that's how he decided to test his abilities during the tournament. 
you know, that's how I can remember the story of Virtual Fighter. And there's actually based on the anime itself, Virtual Fighter. I'm not quite sure of the anime series itself, but I don't usually watch that much mm-hmm. since that's on the 80s, 90s. Mm-hmm. It's one of those animes that I haven't watched, to be honest. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I, I know there was a Virtual, virtual Fighter anime yeah. back, uh, back in the 90s, uh, GMA7, but it's just one of those... Yes. Animes that for some reason I just didn't watch. I don't know. Maybe, uh, maybe I was. Uh, it, it, maybe it's a different schedule. I was at school at the time. I, I didn't mm. know there was uh, anime. Yes, there is so, actually. That was back what? in the nineties, though. Yeah, I wasn't familiar. I'm, I'm, I'm more familiar with the Street Fighter and. Yeah. Oh, you know what? I was I was in the fifth grade. Mm-hmm. I think I was in the fifth grade and I'm on the afternoon class. <laughs> Oh my gosh, I feel so old hanging around with these people. My goodness. Okay. <laughs> Don't feel bad. Okay. There, that's that's the one. You got that right. That's the virtual fighter of the anime series back yeah, in the nineties. Thank you, Sir Ray. So Sir Ray's uh, is directing our tech our um, yes. our technical director right there at the backstage. So he's mm. showing us the virtual fi- virtual fighter anime. Uh, yeah. Anime right there. I could have you watched. Know? I I have to be honest. Yeah. I, I could have watched it. But it's not looks pretty good actually i mean looking at it right now for those of mm. you in the spotify or in the google uh podcast yeah. version they are showing the trailer of the anime of of virtual fighter and looking at it right now it's very 90s and yeah heck, i would actually sit down and watch through this if given given the half a chance probably it just flew under everybody's radar and yeah. no i mean i mean look at this sir uh sir joe Mm. Uh, you got your you got your counterparts for Nina. Mm. You got your mm. counterparts for Paul. You got mm. your counterparts for Lin Xiaoyu. It's, this is basically Tekken. Pretty yeah, much, yeah. Pretty much like a Tekken, though. So basically, um, since uh, Virtual Fighter evolved until the the newest version. So Joe, Fighter if you, if you try to imagine all the fighting games that were re- released back in yeah. the nineties, there's a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there's a lot of yeah. them. Yeah. They all look alike. Uh, yeah. yeah, and that I guess that's oh, it's on Retro Crush. I'll have to I'll have to catch that. Yeah. Uh, Retro Crush is a streaming service here in the United States. Well, actually, it's all over the world. You guys yeah. can catch classic anime there. Uh, see some uh, some really good uh, classic uh, series. Have a good time. You know, look back at all mm-hmm. the all the great stuff that you wanna that you wanna maybe catch up on that you never got the chance to. Thank you very much for that, Miss Charlene. Excellent choices, all in all, and. Uh, we are. Uh, that was our first panelist. Uh, let's have a very quick read through of of the chats. Miss Eileen, if you could do us a little bit of um, real uh, acknowledgement of people in the chats, very quickly. So hi everybody. Uh, so we have uh, Sir Calorie. Mm-hmm. He hey, says Sir that Carl. the anime is pretty good. The Virtual Fighter earlier, mm-hmm. and then Sir Pao says who is the actor? Julie, as is the Pai Chang and Bison is to draw. Mm-hmm. And then also choice. here is our fellow PRG member IC Empress on Twitch. She's there and very cool. gaming. Hi there. Yes, Miss IC Empress. Thank you very much for hanging around in the chats. Um, I will also like to <laughs> say hi to Andrew Koa again. Uh, he says 
uh, translated Anga Streets of Rage on the PS4. Uh, he says that Streets of Rage on the PS4 is very cool. And I have to agree with that one. Streets of Rage 4, um, the Streets of Rage 4 that I played through was surprisingly good. And uh, let's see, um, very quick. Sir uh, Ruben of the Travis Senior is there. And Sir Jepoy, Sir Dahlia. Hey, Sir Jepoy. Hello, Sir Jepoy. Dita Popoy. We have Sir Matt Bustle as well. Dang, yes. when did Sonic Ooh. get a sword? What form is what? Our Sonic is expert? It? Yeah. Uh, Miss, Miss Charlene, do you remember where Sonic got a sword? Son, I don't actually oh, remember. I think yeah, it's on Edmund. Yeah, we'll we'll do some research on that. It's it's yeah. Sonic yeah, seems to have yeah. had a lot of incarnations, yeah, both yeah. in the video yeah. games, in the movies, in the TV sword? series. Heck, when did Sonic probably, get a sword? Yeah. It's probably what? somewhere. Well, what did he do with the sword? He cut Frieza in half or something? <laughs> <laughs> Is he like Don't the Caesar There you go. All right, so uh, good choices, Miss Charlene. Now let's move on to Dan the Man. Let I'm very very curious about Dan's choices as to his favorite Sega characters. It it must have been really hard for you to use Dan. Yeah, it were mate. Um, like you say, obviously massive Sega fan. So n- narrowing it down. Uh, it took took quite a while, really, but mm. uh, I, I decided to go for three. I, I went for three that are all actually uh, on my favourite console, the Sega Mega Drive. Mm. So yeah, I thought yes. if, if I'm doing it, I might as well be super biased. And uh, well, that's perfectly fine. It, that, that's the nice thing about uh, that's the nice thing about choosing your your favourite characters. You can limit yourself. You cannot limit yourself. However, you feel like, go for it, Dan. Yeah, mate. Well, my first one uh, you might appreciate it's Mr. Rune Walsh from Fantasy Star Four. Oh, Fantasy Star Four. Okay. Somehow I knew you were gonna pull in somebody from the <laughs> Fantasy Star series. Good. All right, Dad. Uh, describe to us who Rune Walsh is, what game he showed up in, and why you would recommend him as your favorite character. So uh, I'm gonna do it spoiler free. Mm. Um, I know a few lads who are gonna watch this, and they're actually playing through Fantasy Star at the minute. Mm-hmm. Um, and Rune is basically he is um, he's Han Solo meets Gandalf. Um, <laughs> okay. He's he's the, he's, um, a, he's a wizard, and he's uh, also a very cocky, arrogant um, dickhead. Really, <laughs> um, <laughs> no two ways to say it. There you go. I, I love that. I think it's very. I, th- I think Fantasy Star Four. I mean, to me, it's the best JRPG ever. That's just my mm. taste, but that's what I think. <laughs> and and, and uh, he's uh, he's the writing in it's fantastic. It is. And Rune is really written in a in a Han Solo cocky way mm. with the wisdom uh, of Gandalf. And, and and he basically he's like he's built up as a mysterious character that the group have to go and uh, seek help from. Uh, and uh, and when they find him, there's a, a, a beautiful matchup of um, he's he's a superhero, but he's still he's still not as, as super as we, we thought he were. Uh, and and he, and he basically takes the piss out of the main protagonist all the way through, <laughs> being short, uh, which which is brilliant. And, and it, there's a lot of Mickey taking in it. So he's, he's funny, he's sarcastic, um, and he's also the only character I know that looks good with a ponytail. I think I think if, if, if you can rock a ponytail, yeah, you know, mm-hmm. you're, you're the boy, aren't they? Uh, we but, are. <laughs> but, but there's also what what I love about it is uh, one of the main characters in Fantasy Star Four, Alice. Um, the game hints at a, a previous relationship mm-hmm. between those two, and a, and a fan rom hack actually extends that. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. You can, you can, you can, it's, 
people like some people like it some people mm. don't like it okay. some people, it's done well others don't think mm. but the um the relationship dynamic between them really it, it, it's fantastically done in the game and it adds even more to to Rune's character and and, and, and as, as an actual character to control in the game is a it comes to you and is very powerful mm -hmm. um and he's very unique um yeah. and he figures in a lot of the combos in that game too so he's he's, he's just a badass really he's just a badass mm -hmm. all around so i really like him i completely agreed with uh with your choice uh, especially in uh, with regards to you know with, with regards to the Fantasy Star for being one of the best written, um, best written RPGs of all time. I completely agree with that one. Um, all right, let, that's that excellent choice on number one. What's your number two? Number two, if I can, if I can get her up. This, this <laughs> where are you? Come here. Yeah, this there you lovely, go. Lovely lady there, Mrs. Tyrus. Tyrus Flair. Tyrus Flair from Flair. from the game. From the game of Golden Axe. And the Furious. Yeah. Oh, Golden <laughs> Axe! Golden Axe. Golden Axe, yes. Uh, for those of you who are familiar, Dan, describe Golden Axe, the, the game and the series. Yeah, so uh, Golden Axe is a, a classic 90s beat-em-up. Um, it the arcades first and then ported to the Mega Drive. Uh, it had two sequels on the Mega Drive, um, all of which are brilliant in their own way. My favourite one's the first one. Um, and it's... Um, I, th I, think, I think Tyrus stood out to me as a young lad first of all because she's very um shapely shall we say yeah and uh, she's got very very, very nice behind <laughs> when you're an 11 year old boy uh is quite mind-blowing mm -hmm. uh, as, as i was so uh, so she's uh yeah i was instantly attracted to her for some reason as i'm so sure the likes of the joke can appreciate mm. who doesn't Ooh. Um, actually, this background looks familiar to me. This background is actually familiar. Mm. Have you guys actually played Altered Beast? Altered Beast, yes. Yeah. Yes. If anyone actually familiar with this background, it's just like exactly the difference. The, the tree branches, the wall. It does wall. look kind of familiar, doesn't it? Huh. The yeah. design, I guess. The design well, itself. I, it does. It does. It does seem somewhat, somewhat alike a little bit. I, the I color palette is same. similar. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if the same artists worked on the uh, yeah. some of the some different games. I would not be surprised at all. Yeah. Well, all right. Continue, Dan. Uh, what yeah. other thing about Tyrus Flair did you particularly like aside from her presentation? That's it. That is. Um. I. I well, if, if you look into her history, she was a uh, princess, and um, uh, when she when she was a kid, death had a uh, um, basically killed her parents, killed a, a family, and she was raised by Amazon. So she's got, I think, she's got a really nice story of being going from a pretty little princess mm -hmm. to being again another badass warrior. Yeah. Um, right. Oh, she was a princess. What did she got robbed? Of? Did she got stripped off? So yeah. she basically she got stripped <laughs> off the table and her clothes. Yeah, well, she, she run away. She run away from home, and uh, um, when Death had killed all, all her family and village and everything, mm -hmm. and she um, she got adopted by Amazons who taught her all the fire magic. So, mm -hmm. um, so basically, uh, the ra the, the in a semi naked way uh, to summon <laughs> dragons about. that. And I just I just think she's like I say, apart from the obvious sex appeal that when you're a young teen is is massive. And mm -hmm. I think she well, she was running away. She's traveling. Oh, she was traveling light. So <laughs> my my personal opinion is that if you are 
uh, if you have less uh, less to worry about, then you can fight better. You know. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I like it. That's my personal opinion. If you have if you have less it's to worry about in terms of armor, yeah. in terms of getting <laughs> caught in stuff, the way that the way the tire flares right now, then she can concentrate on the efficiency of her moves. You know. Makes sense. Makes sense. <laughs> yes. Or get hypnotized by those tits. Well, yeah, I mean, heck, that, that's actually that's actually a nice little weapon right there as well. You know, uh, the uh, your opponent gets distracted on the first couple of seconds. That's a huge advantage already. Yeah, <laughs> I would. Oh yeah, I have a question though. Go ahead. Uh, um, basically, this game though, does this have a lot of dragons? Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, you can ride, you can ride you can ride various animals, not just dragons. Oh. But you, but you can ride them in, and she can summon a dragon as well. And that and that, to be honest. Um, um, that was one of my gaming defining moments mm -hmm. um and we'll come to another in a minute actually but when she first summoned that dragon I, mean, it, I saw it in an arcade for the first time there were, there were nothing around like that at the time mm -hmm. you know i mean a, a huge dragon coming in and swooping and oh yeah and firing everybody i was like wow what is this you know what i mean this is fantastic yeah um, wow. and i was already into sega but, but uh, level five or level six or then Power level six. That would yeah, when yes. when you get as uh, up to the sixth vial, I believe that that was the dragon one, right? Dan, That's correct. If I remember you you got to be at full power. Level six. So yeah, you got to be at full power, and uh, and then when that <laughs> dragon comes down, as as a young kid, it just knocked my head off. You know, mm -hmm. I, 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 I was blown mm. away by it. So that yeah. that were like I've got to get that. You know, I've got to get this game. And with Cyrus as well, mm -hmm. um, I've I've grown even more attached to her over the years because when I've played games like um, Dragon's Dogma mm. and Divinity 2, the Dragon yes. Knight saga that, are, that are, are geared around dragons, you create your own character. Mm. I've always I've always created Tyrus in those, <laughs> in those uh, games. I'll have to give that a try. I'll have to give that a try, Dad. I I have Dragon's Dogma in my, in my backlog and mm. if that is possible to do, heck, I'm Definitely doing it the way that you're, the way that, the way that you're, the way that you've done it. Oh, a uh, very quick acknowledgement on the chat. Neoko uh, says, by the way, Golden Axe screams and digitized voices were sampled from Rambo and Conan the Barbarian movie. I did not oh, know that. That's, that's, a, that's I didn't a know that. Yeah, that's a wonderful thing about having people in the chats giving their little bits of trivia and opinions in the chats. You learn something new, and it's always a great thing to learn something new every day. All right, excellent, Be very good choice. Oh, and to um to piggyback what Sir Dan mentioned earlier, <clears throat> so it's not all about Tyrese's look. <clears throat> yeah, sure, she's the icon of the game, but <clears throat> gameplay-wise, she's great. Uh, <clears throat> fire magic, of course. You need to save up all the vials so you can summon the dragon. Mm. Uh, most likely, Sir Dan is one of those players like me who will mm. just save up all of those vials <laughs> until the very end of the game. And I'm gonna use it on the final boss. Yeah. And is it uh, is it the guy? Oh no, it's. Um, <laughs> okay. right there. I mean, thank you, sir. Right. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. Ray. Uh, so that is right there. So um, her her charging attack. It's uh, forward forward B. Was it? Yep. Forward B, she's mm. doing the charging flying kick. <coughs> yes. Much better than uh, who's the guy? Axe Battler. Axe Battler. Axe Battler, and who? Uh, who's the elderly guy? Gilius. Gilius Thunderhead. Gilius Thunderhead. So, yeah. So the uh, so the old guy uses a, a charging headbutt. Mm -hmm. um, the other guy is using a shoulder tackle, but yeah, Iris is the tackle. one who's using a uh, a flying a charging flying kick. Yes. And if 
And out of all of the three, the charging flank kick is much better if you're going head on with a Range. if you're going to glide yeah. with another opponent. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So she, she in terms of gameplay, Spyro's all the way. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they all have a pommel move. Yes, and the pommel move. Yeah. You, you, you can stun the opponent and you can keep him in a stun lock. <laughs> and I find Tyrus is the easy to keep a rhythm with. So you know, makes... the, the whole time I played Golden Axe, I, I just did the running kick. Oh, yeah. Always running kick. Heck, if you could go through the whole game with that, I think tackle. Most of the time, if another opponent is charging at you, mm. you'll just collide with, with each other. Yeah. You, uh, you, you might just cancel each other out, but mm -hmm. with the charging flying kick, like a hundred percent of the time, it will hit. Yes, that's right. Oh, and, and uh, I just want to add uh, sir, what, with what Sir Joe just mentioned about mm -hmm. saving saving mm -hmm. all the vials for the last final boss. Yeah. So spoiler alert: if you're on the final boss, make sure you save all the vials that you can get because mm -hmm. there will be another final boss after. Mm -hmm. that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, the the statute of limitations for. <laughs> no, that's I, I just that's know that's right there. Even putting up those visuals. Come that's the boss right there. This game, that's this game is that's a boss right there. <laughs> this game uh, is actually a short game, mm, but uh, if you can, to the if you get used to it and you come to that point that you face uh, the final boss, it's short. Um, after it's after defeating deep. the final boss, you you get to a uh, portal. Yeah, I'll never get used to this. The, very final boss. <laughs> mm -hmm. I mean, it's short, but it's surprisingly deep. There's a lot of strategies that you can employ. And in my case, uh, using Tyrus, it just felt she just felt a little bit faster than the other guys, the, uh, rather than uh, than than Axe Battler or Gilius Thunderhead. She she felt a little bit more nimble when it came to her move set. I I, I, I could be wrong on that, Dan. I, what, what what's your opinion set? on that? Uh, yeah, no, no, she's um, I, I think uh, she. Wait, it's, it's, it's about the, the range and speed trade off. I won't, I won't say she's she's much faster, but you can definitely tell um, um, a maneuver. She's maneuverable, isn't she? That's the, she's limber. Limber. That's the word I'm looking for. Limber. Ooh, All right. Limber. That, <laughs> I just knew Joe was gonna jump on that word. Okay. <laughs> Limber. What? Right. Limber? Limber, yes. Limber. Yes, what's limber? Yes, uh, the, the tire no. there is very limber. <laughs> All right. <laughs> moving on, moving on. Let's do uh, dance number three. Who is your number three character, most favorite character, Dan? Sega, Sega, Sega character. And in your case, Sega Genesis character. Yeah, it is Mr. Joe Musashi. Joe Musashi. Okay, Joe Musashi. Mm. So, mm. Tell us yes. who Joe Musashi mm. is and why he's Joe your favorite Musashi. character. Yeah, so Joe Musashi is the uh, the original Shinobi of the Shinobi series. Uh, it, it does. It, it actually only stars in um, I believe five of the games, which are Shinobi Revenge of Shinobi, Shinobi Three, and the two Game Gear Shinobis. Um, uh, now Shadow Dancer in the Western version, I believe he stars, but in the Japanese version, it's um, it's Joe's son Hayate. Yeah. So I, I I go with the original on that. That's just that one. Shinobi three. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So mm. it's, it, um, so uh, arcade version. Yeah. So so Joe's um, see now the Shinobi series for me personally is up there with the likes of Castlevania and Metroid mm -hmm. um, for great series. I, I think it's a very underappreciated uh, series myself. Um, mm -hmm. And nearly every entry in it that I've played is a belter. You know I mean, it's, it's an absolute fantastic one. Um, and and Joe himself, he um, he is one of the. It was he was the first character I played that had a double jump. Um, 
uh, and that was in the Revenge of Shinobi. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, it wasn't uh-huh. the first ever double jump, but that obviously, I think he popular popularized it quite a lot because mm-hmm. then we suddenly saw double jumps coming into platforming genres um, everywhere uh, at, at that time. Mm-hmm. Um, and his, his, his actual game, the way he plays, especially in Shinobi 3, okay, is fantastic. For, it is. For, um, I agree. The, 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 the feel of a ninja. I mean, he runs, he, he, he double jumps, he, he, he uh, wall jumps, he climbs, he flying kicks. He, he, he's, he's got this athleticism to him in Shinobi Three. If you want to, if you want to speed run a game uh, and feel like a badass doing it, Shinobi, 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 Shinobi Three. I agree, is one of the best games that that was released for Shinobi. I actually played it several times where I didn't finish it, so mm-hmm. I definitely agree. Shinobi Three is the best of the series. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you see, um, my my favorite is is actually the Revenge of Shinobi. And I agree with him on that one. Okay, <laughs> continue then. Why? Uh, well, well, that's really because. To me, um, Shinobi is, is or, or Joe Musashi, sorry, is mm. um, is Sega's Batman mm. in, in that his uh, 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 there's quite a, an emptiness to his character, but the, the villains that he faces make his character. And in Shinobi Three, I mean, it's in one game, if you want, to, you know, you're talking badass. In one game, he faces the Terminator, <laughs> Rambo, Godzilla. <laughs> Spider-Man mm. and Batman, uh, all in one <laughs> game. So you, you got to be a pretty, pretty badass to beat all them. them oh yeah, Batman, you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Excellent, excellent choices, Dan. And those are Dan's favorite characters, as favorite Sega characters. Excellent choices, all. Um, Joe, I'm I'm gonna turn the stage over to you because uh, one of our uh, one of our um, uh, it's one of our timeless gamer panelists who cannot join, who could not join us for today. Actually, submitted his top three, uh, top three favorite characters. Joe, do the honors of uh, relaying Carlos' top three favorite characters in Sega. So we got uh, so Sir Carlos submitted his top three. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. Sir Carlos can't be uh, cannot be here, but he's there at the chat. Yes. So yeah. he mentioned uh, with uh, so his top three. I'm just looking for his uh, for his list. It's mm-hmm. so. Let's start with number three. Mm-hmm. Uh, Shakan the Forever Man. Now I'm not familiar even, with this game. I think I don't Sir even Dan, know why. I don't know this game. Well, no, 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 no. You might know I'm, this game. I'm, I'm saying you know. I'm saying that I'm not saying that I don't know the character. I'm saying that why did Carlo even choose Shakan? It's a terrible platformer game. I hated <laughs> that game. It's uh, it was hard as it was hard as steel to try to just jump onto those platforms. But you know, it, it, Carlo is entitled to his opinion as to why. Well, uh, is, uh, Dan, uh, yeah, is, Miss Charlene, you were about to say. Uh, is a Shaka a horror game? Yeah, it yes, mm. kind of. Uh, uh, horror theme game, yeah. Oh, horror theme game, yes. Yeah. Mm. Uh, Dan, I think Dan has an opinion on on why Carlo might have chosen Chakan as as Carlos as one of his favorite uh, characters. Yeah, so so I'm guessing it's a bit like me. I've got a love eight thing with Chakan. I, I think Chakan is a bad game. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I agree. <laughs> I, I think it's it's um, a cheap game and it is designed so when you. Um, you know, it, 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 it skanks you. I mean, you. You've got a lot of instant deaths everywhere, and it's, it gets really monotonous playing it. But it's an amazingly atmospheric game with a great story. 
That and, is true. And, I, and I can see why he's chosen Jackham for that because, again, Jackham's a badass. Mm. I mean, his story is that he um, he challenged death to a duel. He, he was basically the hardest man in the world to mm. fight anyone. You know, okay. Um, and he challenged death to a duel. He said, look, I'm so hard, I can knock you out, no problem. I'll, I'll, I'll be over. And uh, Death said, well, come on, man, let's have some. <laughs> Jack, Jack and did him and got and got cursed with immortality. Mm-hmm. Um, and basically had to, to rid the, the, the realm and the universes of all the evils. Mm-hmm. And only then would he ever die and find peace. Mm-hmm. So his, his backstory and the presentation in the game and the um, you know the effort they put into the, to to Chakan as a character is really really um, really uh, interesting and really appealing. I, I find it appealing. I've tried I've tried so much to get into it. <laughs> I want to I want to be Chakan. Come on, man! I want to live forever and I want to kill this bad guy. But I'm so shit at it and it's so hard to play. I'm like, you, I can't, I can't. The, the way the way Dan described it, Chakan has has such good lore, but like the game itself is bad. I, I'm just wondering if it, if somebody can do a a, a a remake of it would make the make yeah. the game mechanics a little bit more forgiving. And, and then bit... it, yes, it's not it, it's not even part of the PlayStation um, remakes. Mm. That's the yeah. thing, because uh, some games were actually ported in the remastered edition. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, Chakan was not part of it. So there's, <laughs> I don't think there's any way, but it's, it's not even, uh, it's possible to finish it. Uh, for me personally, I, I wouldn't have, wouldn't have that uh, patience of actually playing it. Yeah, totally get you, mate. Totally get you with that. It's, it's, it is, it's one of these. I've never finished it, um, and I, I, I like. I like Chaka Khan, not Chaka. <laughs> Chaka Khan. I, don't do, I, I am, mean, who doesn't I love Chaka Khan, Chaka. right? <laughs> Chucky, also there's that. All right, so, uh, Joe, what was uh, Carlos number two? Actually, uh, um, Carla gave a little bit of an explanation in the chats a, a moment ago. I think I missed it as to why he chose Chakan. I don't think um, He said that between it's a toss-up between Chakan and Vector. Vector-Man. And Vector Man. Okay, Vector okay, okay. Man. I, I see. I understand. Vector Man. I, I, I think. And I think the, the only reason why is because Vector Man was included in the classic mm. compilation, while uh, <laughs> while Shakan was relegated just on the uh, just on the Genesis Mega Drive. And, and yeah, so he just he just threw him a bone, basically. <laughs> <laughs> I would, I would, I would I'd, I'd say Chakan's the hardest game on the system for me personally. Mm. It is. Yes. I, 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 I'd say that if you, if um, if you were gonna torture somebody properly, that's, that's the game. Chakan, <laughs> Comic Zone. There, mm. there's. Um, no. What's that other one? Comic Zone's easy. No, the thing about Comic Zone is it, it actually does make sense as to why it's that hard. Sometimes. Personally, for but me, it's, it's also, hard. Yeah, <laughs> no, and also, it, it's got puzzling elements. Chakan yeah. is just plain old platforming. Yeah, you can't, you can't. Chakan's a, a game that you could. With, with Comic Zone, I got my ass kicked um, on it when I played it for the first time, loads. Mm-hmm. And then any drops, it, it's as much a puzzle game and an adventure game. Mm, yeah. um, as a beat em You and, know uh, what? He, uh, he reminds me of Darkman. You know that movie, guys? A little bit. From, um, yeah, Darkman. Liam Neeson, if I remember correctly. It, it reminds me of Iron Maiden's Eddie. He has oh, that look. Okay. Darkman. I guess. Mm-hmm. I guess he's got that kind of look. Kind of. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> because of the whole black thing, yeah. All right, Joe. What was uh, what was Carlos? Oh, sorry, sorry. Yes, Miss Charlene. 
No, no, no. And I was just saying it's kind of a little bit creepy, though. Mm, yeah, it, <laughs> it has that horror theme aesthetic. Yes, Joe. Who was who was Carlos' second choice? The uh, not Sir Carlos' second uh, favorite second character, Vice from the game Skies of Arcadia. Originally came out with the second Dreamcast. Oh, okay. That's that's one RPG that I constantly plan. I that I constantly want to try, get the chance to play. I never get. I, I guess. Um, I, I does anybody have any inputs as to why Carlo might have liked uh, that character from Skies of Arcadia? I've never played that. I've never played I've it. Played um, it. Um, I played. I, I've seen Skies that. Is it? Yeah. Um, so I played yeah. Skies of Arcadia in Dreamcast. Uh, Dreamcast. There you, there you go. There you go. And. So I can only I can only say it for myself. So mm. the game is pretty much pirates in the sky, you know, And okay. so Vice the Legend, um, as he likes to call himself, that that's his mm. moniker. Mm -hmm. So Vice is this teenage uh, teenage dude um, who wanted to become a, uh, a sky pirate, and along along the way he was able to come up with uh, with a crew. So basically, it's One Piece, guys. <laughs> without, without One Piece before One Piece ever came out. One Piece so never showed this, up. Yeah. Uh, so it's just this uh, young guy who wants to become the greatest sky pirate in the world, and eventually he was able to uh, he was able to round up his his pirate crew. You got Aika, the childhood, uh, the childhood, um, the childhood friend, of course. And spoiler alert. Has a crush on him. Mm. Hey, uh, the childhood trope, right? And this um, this mysterious girl, this runaway girl named Fina, who um, who eventually also has a crush with Vice along the way. So, and the one thing about uh, the, the thing that the thing about Skies of Arcadia, it, it it was all about the adventure. And yeah, sure, you got your two female characters pining in for the same guy but they never really played way too much into the romance mm. so it's always about the objective of becoming um the greatest sky pirate uh of that particular fictional world okay. and their battles against the empire and for me the only thing that that really captivated me playing this game is number one the um uh the the uh, the, the sky battles mm. so if there's one thing unique about this game is that you know how in um, in Suikoden you have your you have your warfare uh, between uh, between your army versus the uh, versus the empire's army. So it's kind of like this one, but unlike uh, unlike actual warfare, you got your ship versus another ship. So it's basically like uh, like a chess game where you're you're gonna choose the best move countering the other ships counter offense against you mm -hmm. okay. so yes you got your you got, you got your turn-based combat there but the, the sky battles are really captivating one of the most interesting uh interesting aspect of this game and in in regarding with uh with vice i it's i'm not sure why but he is quite headstrong quite mm -hmm. determined never really let anything might distract him romance wise like yeah sure the girls are the girls are just right there you know um, making advancements on him but it's like okay thank you you love me yeah i know <laughs> i like that he's that kind of guy one um you, you can say he's he's dense sure i wish it but was that easy <laughs> right i mean 
he's aware. Like he's aware. Oh, come on, Siebert. I'm absolutely sure you've been in that situation yeah. before. No, no, no. You just didn't. You just he's never aware. acknowledged he just it. Doesn't act upon it because he because he has because he has he has his own goals. Mm. Like it's like okay, um, girls, I I know you like me, but I want to do this first, and then I'll come back to you. I want to do this wait. first, and I'll do you. Okay, anyway, <laughs> then I'll do you. <laughs> you know? It's fair, right? Seabird is complaining. <laughs> it were that easy. Come on, Seabird. You've been in that situation before. You just, you just never, you just never acknowledged it. Actually, about comparing Vice <laughs> and Squall because uh, Squall, uh, Cloud from Final <laughs> Fantasy VII. Because in Final Fantasy VII, you got Cloud <laughs> was a, in a love triangle with Tifa and yeah, and what's the comparison between between him and Vice? And people are, were like, "Well, Vice knows what's going on. He, he just doesn't want to instigate anything." While uh, Cloud knows what he's doing, but you know, being the emo guy that he is, he's just damn. He's just damn right. Dense, I guess. <laughs> Either dense or just a plain old jerk. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm. I'm no offense to Final Fantasy VII lovers, but Cloud Strife is one of one, has been has been described as one of the least uh, uh, worst not not least well written characters. Yeah, I know least well written characters in Final <laughs> Fantasy canon. I guess uh, well written character because because his background is borrowed from somebody else. Mm, yeah, take that away. What do you got? Yeah, a blank slate. Whole mess of guy. All right, so we've done uh, we've done uh, Carlos two. What is Carlos' last choice? Uh, uh, those are pretty controversial choices. Well, uh, the first one was controversial. The second one, I'll have to learn a little bit more of. What's what's Carlos' third choice? There, um, so number three on Sir Carlos' list is Ryo Hazuki. Ryo Hazuki uh, from uh, Rip. Which one was that one? Uh, from uh, from Shenmue. Is that right? Shenmue, there you go. We talked about it earlier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's true. I would admit it's it's like the precursor to the Yakuza series. Uh, if if anybody's familiar with with Yakuza or Yakuza, uh is the um is the main character of the Shenmue series, which just had a remake series on PS4. And I think it came out with number three as well, uh, most recently. I still have to play through that series, but I have played through a lot of the Yakuza series, so I'm looking forward to going back to try the to try out the uh, the mission for that series. All right, good choices, Carlo. I, I that's I, again wonderful thing. You rediscover or rediscover uh, the things that you wanted to try as 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 you go forward. So you know, I'll probably dig through my backlog and you know pull up those games uh maybe give them give them a shot sometime in the future but as usual uh the the, the backlog the backlog backlog quest continues all right so we have oh, alternated and, and, and never realized there's an, uh, an anime of an shenmue. anime yes there was an anime there was a shenmue anime but i didn't there want was to touch an the, anime yeah i didn't want to touch <laughs> the anime first before playing the game i wanted to play the game first before looking into the anime that i think that's the proper way of doing it. okay um to alternate we've done ladies gentlemen uh and we'll do a lady this time again miss eileen uh i am calling upon you now <laughs> to present to us your top three favorite characters but before that 
Is there anybody who wants to read out? Seabird, uh, you might want to check out the chat. See if there's any any uh, anything that anybody might want to put forward because we always want our uh, audience members to participate in our conversation. All right. Um, we have Pinon Retro Gaming, Shackover, Shackon, and uh, let's level up since I didn't play a ton of Sega growing up outside of the Fantasy Star, Fantasy Star games and Sonic. Hmm. I think my favorite would be Gunner from General Chaos, if that counts. Yeah, Gunner. General Chaos. Um, mm, yeah, that counts. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, Mega Drive strategy game. Um, yes. And, and fully, um, uh, fully enough, mate, uh, uh, I'll let let's level up know that uh, the the one of the makers of it, uh, Brian F. Collin, uh, he's uh, he's working on a sequel to that at the minute. Oh, wonderful! And um, so we'll be doing an own bro to that. So we'll keep your eyes peeled for that. You might enjoy it. Nice, very cool. All right, ne- and yeah, Neoko said mentioned Toe Jam and Earl. <laughs> Toe Jam and Earl. Okay, I haven't played it. Yeah, I haven't played it. <laughs> we, it's that's it, I mean Toe Jam and Earl. Um, I was talking. <laughs> I've got a group of Sega lads um, mm. uh, who, who we, we chat between a kid called Viraj, uh, Rick, and John, and they're all really knowledgeable. And mm. we all basically agreed that Top Jam and Earl is a is a very it's a very dumb game, really, and there's not much <laughs> to it. It, it. it is, isn't it? But it's but it is one of those that you just that is great for a laugh. Mm. You know, it, it's really got to be played to play it to enjoy it mm. uh, to enjoy it. But um, if you want to sit around with your, your missus or one of your mates and just you know, have a beer or whatever, and 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 chill out on some. It's cool for that. So, I guess it's 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 kind of akin to zombies ate my neighbors. Uh, I guess when you stop and think about it, Toe Jam and Earl is a little bit like that. Um, platforming, silly fun, I guess. You know, when you stop it, when you know, a little bit, but you know, not yeah. maybe Seabird's right, maybe not really. All right, getting back, Miss Eileen, I'm interested. I know you haven't been very familiar with the Sega back uh, with the Sega uh, back catalog, and I am looking forward to your uh, opinions on who your favorite Sega characters are with 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 what you've seen uh, so far and what you're looking forward to playing. Let's hear your number one. So first and foremost, uh, just, just like Sir Joel said, I am not that familiar with Sega games because I grew up with PC and Nintendo consoles plus PlayStation. Mm-hmm. So I've been looking for videos and watching gameplays and even trying out games myself so the ones i have chosen would be first is kiryu kazuma which i know mm-hmm. is also sir joel's okay. um, I, will leave, <laughs> I will leave the background of kiryu to sir joel because i just started playing yakuza kiwami last year mm. so i would jump into why i like the character but of yes. course we know that kiwami or uh, the one yakuza one started with Kiryu being incarcerated because he was protecting uh, Nishikiyama, right? Yes. So then, while playing the game through the game, I got to know Kiryu more. And I would say I like the character because, well, first of all, he is a cool character. He has the mm. quite nice demeanor. He's not cocky, even if he is fighting, you know, when the menacing guys are coming, you know, that those, those are slashing on your team. He has yeah. mastery in different martial arts styles and then he can take on many enemies at once mm-hmm. and in terms of character he has a strong sense of justice he also is willing to help anybody he is willing to listen to people because it's not just you know fighting he also listens to people what their problems are he does not judge he's not judgmental and we know he cares a lot for his loved ones so kiryu kazuma would be my first pick yep. 
Mm-hmm. First pick, uh, Kiru Kazuma from uh, the Kuza series or Like a Dragon, at is, as it is going to be known going forward. Good choice, Miss Eileen. Number two, who is your number two Sega favorite Sega character? So number two would be, uh, it was mentioned earlier, Comic Zone. Comic Zone, Ooh, yes. Man, Comic Zone. Nice. Mm-hmm. Comic Zone because it's one of the games Sketch I was Turner. able to... Yeah, Sketch Turner. Mm-hmm. I was able to play this game because it's on Steam. So thankfully, ah. thank you Steam for the Mega Classics <laughs> over there. So... Yes, except in this case, the 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 vocalization is a little different for Comic Zone. Comic Zone is actually one of the prettiest looking games back then. It was so 90s. Look at that design. It's like based on a comic game. It is. Yes. The whole aesthetic is 90s comic book. And you know, if you're familiar with the Image series, the Image comic book series, the '90s, it leans heavily into that <clears throat> into that aesthetic. I, I agree with uh, I agree with one, two, three. Go red, bro. Mm. Looks like Shawn Michaels. <laughs> I guess he does. From a certain point of view, he certainly does. That's Shawn Michaels. Continue, Shawn continue, Miss Eileen. Uh, why do you like Sh- Sketch Turner of Comic Zone? So I like Sketch Turner because actually one of the reasons was. One to figure retro already said it. He looks like Shawn Michaels. Mm-hmm. Shawn Michaels is actually my favorite wrestler. Um, so he got the actual look, the ponytail, the vest, the physique. It's actually Shawn Michaels, literally in 2D form. <laughs> <laughs> but then, other than that, he is an artist. So, as many of you know, I love to draw. So that's why the character resonated with me. And it's I love the just what you can see there. We can see the game isn't panels comic panels it's like reading a comic book but you are the one inside the story so you are being the main character while reading the story as well mm-hmm. and it's it's not yet on the video but he has a cool sidekick roadkill the rat <laughs> yes. he's so cool. roadkill the rat yes yes i mean oh, it's, it's an incredibly yeah. um name, isn't it? yeah indeed <laughs> oh uh, uh, a little interjection miss miss eileen that's she mentioned she started off with Peach. She does DOS streams. I love her streams when it comes to DOS <laughs> games. And she does artwork streams here on tw- uh, on Twitch as well. So if you guys are interested in uh, in art streams, you know, where she does, you know, art renditions of, uh, of a lot of different things, check out her streams um, in Miss Anson Porter. And that's also that also contributes, like she says, to why she loves Sketch Turner as a character here in, in, in Comic Zone. It's, it's got, you know, comic aesthetics, artworks, and everything. And, you know, I, I'm pretty sure Miss Eileen wasn't there for the heyday of, of 90s comic books. Uh, but yeah, go ahead, Miss Eileen. Continue, continue, continue why, continue your description as to why you love Sketch Turner Comic Zone. So, yes, before turn, before I continue, so Sir Pao said, do I think he's cute, he's sexy, and he got the moves. It's, isn't that? It's Ooh. true, I guess. <laughs> It's almost Shawn Michaels' theme song, the boy toy song. The moves. The moves. I, I like Shawn. I like Shawn Michaels when he was with the, the Rocker when he first came. Mm. Because, uh, oh, yeah. They they're like doing the flips and all that, but uh, when when he turned into a villain, that that made me not like. Mm. <laughs> Wasn't that the tag team? I, I forgot. I forgot the history. Yeah, 
the rock here. Uh, we're yes, talking. We're talking wrestling here. The I consider Shawn Michaels to be <laughs> yeah. to be the the generation wrestling after match. the generation I'm familiar with because I'm familiar with the uh, Hulk Hogan Rock and Wrestling generation of, of wrestlers. Like, no, like, during, uh, that was during that era. Was it okay? Because and, I, yeah. I I think of uh, Ricky the, uh, the Steamboat. Andre the Giant, uh, the uh, that generation of wrestlers. So WWE, uh, oh, yeah, like, like like late late eighties, Randy Savage, and Earthquake, Jake the Snake, Jake the Snake, Ultimate yeah. Warrior, rest yeah. in peace. Oh my I God, how old are these guys? Thanks so much, John. Thank you so much. <laughs> All right, so no, no, I mean. I mean, the ones that I know, uh, what? Um, Jesse the Body Ventura. Bush, Bush Walker. Oh, the Bushwhackers. Ah, oh, um, yes. Bobby Heenan. <laughs> Junkyard Dog. Coco <laughs> Beware. Uh, oh, there you go. Pat Patterson. Gerald Briscoe. You know, the new guys. Mm-hmm. I mean, heck, those, those really? are still good characters. Yeah, they're still good characters, but you know, nothing beats nothing beats the originals like Hulk Hogan, you know, uh, Sergeant Slaughter, uh, where when you know when they were basically yeah, when they were basically cartoon characters. Yeah. yeah. All right, continue. We, we, we were made to believe that wrestling was back then. Uh, yeah, uh, that's as compared true. to now. Yeah. <laughs> what what are you saying? Are you saying wrestling is fake? No, it's not. Come on. Oh no, Continue, Miss Eileen. Continue. Okay, so that's why I like the Sketch Turner, sketch and also Turner. just a bit of background for those who haven't played Sketch Zone. Oh, sorry, Comic, Comic Zone. Comic Zone. Zone. With Sketch Turner, okay. <laughs> With Sketch Turner, so he is a starving artist and a freelance music musician. So he is making his new comic called Comic Zone. It's about New World Empire defenders who are trying to save the world from aliens. And when the lightning struck one evening, that's how Sketch was transported into the comics and the main villain was transported out. So that's the story of the game. And it's quite a challenging game. Like uh, Sir Dan said, it's also kicking my butt. <laughs> Such a hard game, but I will persevere. Did you have you finished it? Yeah. Did you manage to finish it, or are you still are you still working your way through it? I, yes, I am still working my way through it, <laughs> but I will finish it. It is a cool game. I love video up, so that's that's why. All right, good choices, good choices. Just, sorry, sorry, sorry <laughs> Joel, um, I'm just going to mention as well. Uh, if, if none of you know, there's supposed to be a comic zone movie coming out. Actually, Wait, a, com- a comic zone movie, really? Yep. yep. So oh, Sega, no, that's Sega, Sega's dug that out. I mean, they've obviously looked at the uh, comic aesthetic and think it'll trans well, uh, mm. translate well to mm. uh, movie format. Um, yeah. And that and a Streets of Rage movie are both supposed to be in the works. That's, so, um, we'll that's exciting news. The nice thing about Sega is that it has a great back catalog of characters. The, the even if they're not making hardware anymore. They're likely to make money off of these off of yeah. these characters. Yeah, I, that good choices, good choices. You, you never know, because um, I'm thinking, why are they doing that? Mm. Is there a reason for yeah. that? Because if they I think, think it's success to Sonic, isn't it? Sonic, mm. Sonic, were, Sonic were a success. So they're thinking, right, we've got these IPs, mm-hmm. let's push on. I mean, yeah. mate, I'm I'm hoping that the the push on enough to start thinking, right, now we've got a film out, let's put a sequel out, let's put Comic Zone Two out, let's put, you know, what I mean, 
Streets of Rage Five and you know, uh, and go that way. So. You know what would be cool, Dan, if they if Sega made a Sega verse, like all these characters, like yeah. Sonic and Comic Zone and and, the, yeah. and Streets of Rage would cross over maybe into a giant, yeah, it, you know, yeah. giant. Yeah, that would be an excellent idea for Dan. Yeah, it it, it would be cooler if they release a Sega Genesis yeah. again. <laughs> 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 all right, uh, and of course, let's get back to Miss Eileen. Uh, third character. First character was Kazuma Kiryu. Second character, Sketch Turner. Last character for you, Miss Ivy. So my last character would be. It's just a very cute, simple game. Is Flicky. Oh, Flicky! Flicky. I hope you're seeing the screen right now because. Oh, um, yeah, I, like I said, I was just trying out new Sega games, or new to me at least. Mm. Uh, uh, so Miss Miss Porter is going to share the screen. Uh, Flicky. The, the sheet, Flicky. There you go. Uh, I think she. Okay. okay. Mm. Oh, okay. This game. This, <laughs> this game. <laughs> this game. This game. Okay. 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 Now I get it. You already know, guys. What What are those animals are from? Mm-hmm. You guys are already similar. Where are they from? <laughs> mm-hmm. Continue, Miss Eileen. Continue. Describe it. Describe the game for those of you who are not familiar with the game Flicky for Sega Genesis. So Flicky is a platformer game that. I recently learned was supposed to be used, not, not against, but maybe to um, what Sega would be the version of Mappy. Anybody mm-hmm. remember Mappy? Yeah, so that, Mappy. Yeah, such an earworm. Continue, Continue. You play here as Flicky, a flightless bluebird, who is trying to save all those chicks called chirps. Mm-hmm. So there you can see you are trying to save all the chirps and avoiding the enemy. It's so small, I can't see. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they look like tigers. But yeah, you're trying to save all those chirps from, it looks like cats maybe. So he, you try to go to the exit with all the chirps, but if you run across the enemy, you lose all of them and you have to save them again. So it's just repetitive, but I think there's an appeal because of the cuteness of the character. Mm. Not, on, not only Flicky himself, but also the chirps and the entire look of the game. And mm-hmm. I think the music is just the same one if there's music. Mm, it's repetitive yeah. music, but the appeal would be there for kids and maybe anybody who's played this in their youth. I, so I guess this would be a quite a maybe a short intro to Sega, very basic yeah. intro to Sega. I would say. You were about to say that. You were about. Yeah, yeah, I think know, that I've, I've spent yeah. many hours on Flicky. Um, <laughs> and I have. And it's, Flicky. it's a really addictive game. It's a really addictive game. Yeah, mm. it's really addicted so much. Actually, Flicky got first before Sonic. Mm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Flicky came out quite quite a few years before uh, Sonic did, and uh, it, yeah. it was one of these games that I looked at like that. Um, mm. And I'm like, that is not my type of game. Even as a kid, I'm yeah. looking, that's way too cutesy. I'm not, I'm not, <laughs> yeah. I'm not that. And then I got it a few years later and played it, and I literally couldn't put it down. It's just super addictive. So it's one of them games. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it's it's uh, let's just say it's a platform puzzler. It's one of those yeah. things where you you really try to get the optimal run through the game, yes. and you have to you have to time your jumps really well, or else you you know you you you, you know you lose it. It's a good game, and it's a lot of fun. 
sometimes you don't go for the world, you know, for the world saving quests and everything for for like the like the sometimes sometimes you sometimes you just go for the fast and easy really quick games and Miss Eileen chose the perfect example for that one Flaky for the yeah, Sega Genesis. Uh, <laughs> it's a good thing you thought that one Eileen because that one's a really familiar character. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's so cute. Like, look at that. So adorable yeah. and so colorful. Right. True. So true. Uh, and Miss Eileen did say it's a great introduction to the Sega uh, library. Of games, uh, it, it's it's very uh, pick up and play. I guess that's the right term for it. You know, yeah. you just yeah. you know you just pick it up, you play right. it. You, 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 the, the simplicity, uh, the, the complexity of it is belied by nice, very very uh, nice presentation and colorful graphics. Excellent choices, Miss Eileen. Thank you very very much for that one. And again, with the theme of alternating, uh, uh, alternating. Let's proceed to Sievert. Sievert East Retro. I want to find out what Sievert's opinions are as to what his fa- who his favorite Sega characters are. Sievert just had to pull that one out. There you go. He's showing the cards. Oh my god. Damn it. I've made Ready this a lot on my game gear. So mm. if I'm, I'm not doing anything, I'm waiting for my wife when I pick her up. I, I just play it. I'm happy. I miss playing that game. My my choices, okay, because I, I wanted to uh, add something that's not part of that era back mm. in the 90s. Okay. Because um, uh, there, there, there are certain familiar games that we, we normally play back in the days, like uh, mm. uh, Streets of Rage, um, Axe, um, Golden Axe, and all that. So, um, this this game because I'm a big fan of survival horror game. See, mm-hmm. see yes, my see pyramid head, pyramid head, head Hill. right there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, I've been uh, one of the reasons why I'm into gaming because I'm I'm really in. I, I played all Silent Hill games, uh, most of the Resident Evil games, Fatal Frame. So I, I've been I've been digging into um, uh, all these uh, indie games as well because there's a lot. In the mm-hmm. PlayStation 4 is like uh, same with when PlayStation 2 came out. The survival horror genre is really um, popular uh, mm-hmm. nowadays. Mm, so, very nice. Uh, yeah, uh, my third pick um, is actually uh, a Sega acquired uh, uh, franchise. Mm. So mm. Um, they initially released it's the Alien series. So actually, my my my. My third pick is Amanda Ripley of okay. Alien Isolation. Mm-hmm. So, Alien Isolation? Yeah, because uh, when when it, when uh, Sega acquired uh, the Aliens uh, series, mm-hmm. they initially first I just want to show you, Michael. Like, it, they initially there you go. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, there you go. Mm-hmm. There it there is. So, Colonial Marines. Actually, there you go. Marine. Most like, yeah, most likely Alien Isolation is a survival game. Survival mm-hmm. horror game, yes. Yes. But uh, when Sega came out and acquired the Aliens uh, franchise, they came up first with Alien Colonial yes. Marines. Mm. So mm. it's a bad game. His favorite is a bad game. How yeah. can you tell it's a bad game, though? Yes, that's a good question. It's first-person shooter. Because uh, the thing is, um, it, it's the same as if you're familiar with the PlayStation One version, Alien Resurrection and Alien Trilogy, mm. which I also oh, have, have here. Mm, yeah. So 
they actually play as a survivor. Yeah, that that's Alien, Alien Resurrection. Right it's basically there. Doom with. Yeah, you got that right. You got yeah, that exactly. right. <laughs> Doom. Yeah. Doom. The, I like Doom. The Doom clone. Yes. Doom. I miss playing. Only work. Yeah, we've seen, we've seen well, worse. Well, yeah, well, yeah. We've seen worse <laughs> Doom clones out there. Doom clones. Checks but it, it, it's it a good game. Right. So it, it's a survival horror when it first came out on PlayStation. When I acquired, mm. once I got acquired it, they released Aliens Colonial Marine, which is supposed to be the same as the PlayStation One port. Mm. But mm. unfortunately, it did not capture the whole essence of the survival horror. Uh, uh, genre and uh, I just acquired this because of the limited edition statue and all that. So, but it's a bad game. But <laughs> what's what's really good is the Alien Isolation, the the, the second game Sega released. Mm -hmm. So I really love Amanda Ripley. Amanda okay. Ripley, by the way, is the uh, daughter of Ellen Ripley, the mm -hmm. movie Alien. Mm -hmm. So um, it, it's more like a sequel to the first Alien uh, series. So okay. it, it it was awarded. It was released 2014, and it is awarded uh, uh, being the best game on PS3, Xbox, PS4, and all ports. Mm -hmm. So it's it's actually one of the uh, scariest game released of all time. If okay. you check the one, just one, not not really, because uh, I played a ton of games, and it's actually uh, top ten of all the games because it, it actually has it all it's it's scary uh, uh just imagine being chased by only one scene mm -hmm. uh, all throughout the game yeah. and 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 uh, there's no way of killing it so you have uh uh weapons to actually avoid mm -hmm. the xenomorph but uh, the whole premise of the game the whole story revolves about you being chased and because uh, because the whole point of you being in in in, in the uh, in the ship is to retrieve a reporter that uh, uh, that's coming from Ellen Ripley, something to do with the first movie that it's being sequeled on. Mm -hmm. So it, it's a good game. It, it's a very scary game. Mm -hmm. And uh, if you're into games like Outlast, um, Outlast, uh, and and uh, and uh, um, the, uh, the Dying Light series. I don't know, but that would be more of a zombie thing than anything else, right? Dying Light, yeah, it's more like. Um, survival horror it's, it's, it's like uh, you, you don't exa exactly have weapons you just mm -hmm. run away from your enemy okay. so there's this other games it's outlast uh, but but there's a lot mm -hmm. so this this is one of the games that has it all it's scary okay. it's it has a good story uh, mm -hmm. and uh, well if you have the if it first ported on the uh, you, you gotta have the first port is it just like a remake PS3. It, it first came out on the PS3, so mm -hmm. they remade it on the PS4. Ah, so, yeah, it is a remake. It's like so. If you're if, if you're into collecting, go with the first release. Mm -hmm. So you never know. Eventually, it might go into value. Uh, okay. uh, value might might mm -hmm. increase. But anyway, that's my third pick. So, mm, third pick. Mm -hmm. So yeah. survival horror. I really, really, if you're into survival horror, pick it up. Alien Isolation. Uh, the story is amazing, and mm -hmm. and, and the graphics and all that. The okay. story and uh, if you're into some want to have some good scare, especially the Halloween, that's mine. <laughs> I, right. I would really suggest you play it. Alien good choice. Okay. okay, so alien, the alien, yeah. uh, that's that's uh, Siebert's number three pick, then okay, right. uh, the xenomorph, shall we say? Okay, yeah, right. My second pick 
Well, back in the 90s, we have uh, Little Mermaid, Beauty and the Beast. Because uh, um, Disney was very popular back in the uh, well, they're popular still now. But but uh, if you you're familiar with the time that uh, Disney was releasing, it's like Little Mermaid, uh, Beauty and the Beast. There's mm-hmm. Lion King and all that. So yes. it, it was it was growing up in the 90s was uh, very memorable for us because of those movies that was released. Mm-hmm. So one of those movies and uh, games that was released is really very popular. And uh, I have to agree, it, it, it is, for me, my second is Aladdin. Ah. Oh, <laughs> yes. Aladdin. yes. This this game blew me away when I first got it. So every kid my age, when uh, when it got released, wanted this because of the movie that it's popular on. Mm. Yeah, so, and, and, and it did not disappoint because the game itself is really good. I, yes. I really loved it, uh, and then and it, it, this is, by the way, so much better than the and then the Nintendo version. That's that's a brand new war we're getting into right there, right, Dan? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, How about action? I, I, I participated in quite a few of those debates, and yeah, right. <laughs> I, I to, I'll be honest with you. I like I like the um, Super Nintendo version. I think it's a very good game. But the problem I have with the Super Nintendo version is it's too much. It's a Capcom uh, game, and it's too much like Ghouls and Ghosts. They, mm. they even recycle some of the, the music, so it just <laughs> feels like you're playing watered down Ghouls and Ghosts. Whereas the Sega Mega Drive version is a totally, totally different beast, is it, Seabert? It's like a, it's like it, it's one of the games that got built from the ground up. I yeah. guess that felt like it. All right, yeah. continue, Seabert. And Neoko was right. Alien Isolation is more like a hide and seek simulator where the alien is there, uh, something like that. But mm. um, yeah, it's it's a survival. So mm. for me personally, I like the Sega Genesis version, maybe because it's the game I've been playing ever since I was because it's one of those few games I owned. And um, by the way, uh, I've said this before: if mm. you have the Sega Game Gear and the Sega uh, and the Sega Genesis. They're the same. Uh, they're they're different. So if you if you think you played Genesis, uh, the Aladdin, uh, the Game Gear is actually different. So mm. this actually, uh, if you watch the movies, the mm. Game Gear version, uh, the story follows that much so more closely. Is that right? Okay. Much, exactly. Exactly. Ah, so okay. If you're able to play it, this is good. I mm. really love it. It's like a Game Gear version of mm-hmm. and uh, in this, I, I played it several times. I finished it several times, so um, it's one of those games that I played and and never got bored of. It. Mm-hmm. Qu- so question: I have a question. Go have ahead, you uh, have you ever done a speed run on Aladdin? I did on my own. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. so, How many times? Several times because I've been playing since what? Uh, I grew up with Sega. I was I was one of those kids who grew up playing Nintendo and got uh, introduced <laughs> with Sega and I got hooked. So just imagine my age from 90s up until now and I still love it. Mm. So it's Good. something yeah. that um, if you're, like I, like I mentioned, um, if you wanted to love Sega, you should play these types of games. Mm-hmm. Not not uh, the types of Chakan. I I apologize, but <laughs> everybody's there, really beating up on Chakan. <laughs> no, no, there, there there are games released back then on the 16-bit era that are ridiculously difficult. Yeah. So yes. 
um, some developers back in the days they they have they have mental issues with kids that uh, they they wanted to make their lives harder so they made a game really really difficult but uh, if you want to love genesis you want to love nintendo play games like this and because uh, uh, some kids nowadays wouldn't play the games we played before. Yeah, yeah, because really there, there are phones, there are cell phones, right. there, there, there Yeah, there are uh, lots of gadgets now. That's why kids are not even used to retro games that much. Seabird is implying that the developers uh, back then had the attitude that life isn't hard, kids. You'd better learn about it early <laughs> on. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Life isn't fair. Life is hard. Life <laughs> you get is used hard. to it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, uh, and, yeah I, was, I, was, I was actually going to mention I wanted to play Comic Zone. But after I played Kid Chameleon for a week, so I, I, I wanted to pause for a while and play another console or another game, and then and maybe maybe this coming week I'll play. So because of Kid Chameleon, comics to me, Comic Zone and Kid Chameleon are both fantastic games, mm. and they're worth getting into. Yes, yes. They are, they've got they definitely got some difficulty about them. I don't think they're brutally difficult i just think the challenging um, and and but the worth you put in the effort in to get to know it because they play well the fun to play and they're very rewarding whereas there's, there's a certain balance when it comes yeah. to difficulties in games you know you ramp it up little by little you don't slam somebody's face into the wall right off the bat just like yeah. chakan did yeah. <laughs> yeah. oh no, in, fair, in fairness with uh, chakan it, it's mm. it's it's a nice looking game I have yes. to be honest. Uh, when mm -hmm. I first played it, it, it's it looks because back in the days when we're going to play a, a certain game, uh, mm -hmm. we we just look at the cover first. We <laughs> yeah. we we check the pictures and all that. And yeah, and, and the first time I'm playing it, I was I was blown mm -hmm. away. With the Are there graphics. any commercials of that? I don't remember. Uh, usually, we got our adverts back then, back in the '90s, from video sure, game newspapers, magazines. magazines. Yeah. Yes, video mm, game magazines. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, That's that was it. a popular. Oh, yeah. uh, before anything else, though, Seabird, let me just interrupt you for a moment to say hi to the people in the chats right now. Uh, Neoko says shots fired, and one two, three go. JBM Juan De Marco says everybody let's sing Prince Ali. <laughs> there Prince you go. Ali, and Ali. Yes, in reference to Seabird's uh, putting up uh, Aladdin <laughs> as one of his favorite. Saigatenchi, yeah. uh, Saigatenchi Gaming says Zombies ate my neighbors. Uh, Hidden Sega Gem. Yeah, I, I I agree on that one. Zombies ate my neighbors is a, is a fun game. And of course, Jansim Day and Robles Imperial, a page name required, put out a really good one. Willy Wombat. I like that one. Uh, Willy, Willy Wombat. Wombat. I haven't seen that. Yeah. Okay. There you go. And Corgan Dam plays Romel Bencilia says I I love Sega. Uh, I I fell in love with Sega with the Virtua Fighter franchise. Yeah. Good choice. And of course. Let us not forget Jerry Abantas of Sketchy Jerry Live in the chat saying good evening everyone. Good evening to everybody in the chat and to everybody Hello. who is listening. All right, get back to you, Seabert. Let's find out what your number one favorite Sega character is. My favorite number one, obviously, mm. it's it, there's a lot to be honest. Because mm. uh, but but the thing that made me love Sega. Mm. Um, I grew up playing Nintendo, by the way. I, I st first started with Atari, then then I Traitor. got hooked with. Okay, anyway, <laughs> no, I, I I was introduced with continue, Atari, continue. and, yeah, and then, <laughs> then there came Super Famicom. Mm. Uh, no, 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 Family Computer. I'm sorry. Uh, yes. So I'm, I'm really, really fond of uh, Mario. I'm one of those kids yes. who grew up with Mario. So, but then Sega came in. So Sega came in. Because uh, back in the days when you're grow um, as a kid growing up, 
uh, I, I, I'm pretty sure you can uh, relate with this, Dan, Joe, and uh, Sir Joel, is that uh, we were so much fun of uh, family computer back then, and that uh, we had a lot of lots of kid-friendly games like Super Mario, um, Mappy on the family computer, and then mm-hmm. well, yes. well, when when Sega came in, mm-hmm. um, we were on that stage that because. Uh, um, I remember Joe mentioning this that why love uh, why why do kids back in the days love uh, Sonic? Mm. <laughs> so, so that's my first. That's ah. my my favorite my oh, my first big one. Go. Is it the limited edition Genesis? Oh uh, no, it's limited yeah, edition. No, 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 no. This is custom. Seabird limited customized that one. That is an original. The Seabird original. Oh, I thought uh, that was, was actually a limited edition Genesis because uh, actually they actually created a, also a blue version of Genesis. Oh, I don't think I've seen that one. Uh, Dan would probably be much more familiar with it, but this, uh, Miss Charlene, is a Seabird original right there. Mm-hmm. All right, continue, Seabird. <laughs> I also have a limited edition Sega Game Gear, um, Super Famicom. <laughs> do you have the Tails <laughs> Game Gear? Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I do. I do. <laughs> oh, man, I love yeah. that one. They actually have the one with the radio. They have the one with the radio. I have the one that has attachment at the back. I'll show it to you later. But anyway, no, I'm I'm, I'm just uh, I'm I'm just fooling around. But anyway, um, this is my favorite Sonic because I remember we had an episode with Dan when we first uh, met Dan. Um, Joe mentioned something about uh, why kids love Sonic. Sonic. So um, I I was. It was counterculture to Mario. Yeah, you know, but but yeah. I love Mario. So why did we love Sonic so much back in the days? It's because uh, it, it's a change of atmosphere. Because uh, we, we were because um, uh, we were used to kid-friendly games that uh, uh, that uh, we we time our jumps. We we know where uh, it's ah, it's because it, when when Sonic first came out, it, he was fast. He was uh, happy, happy-go-lucky. He just jumped. And uh, you just don't know where you're gonna land on, so it yeah. it was more of like a, um, Sega was more like into a rebel teenager type of uh, console. Yeah. And yeah. if you related to someone yeah. um, growing up at that time, so we we were more like outgoing. Sega is more like outgoing, more outspoken, and and uh, and and more more rebellious in in terms of uh, if you compare with it with a kid growing up. That is because uh, that that probably is something that made me like Sonic um, as compared to but but I do like uh, Super Mario as well but uh, it, it's that fast paced action and and uh, that that when it came out that uh, I I from personal for me when it, when it first came out I got hooked instantly mm-hmm. so, so it, it's something that's very memorable so um, ever since I was a kid I, I've been a, Big fan uh, from the first time I actually played and, and saw Sonic. Yeah. And, uh, and, and Sonic uh, and Sega itself is one of my favorite consoles. And uh, I I, 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 up to Ooh. this day, uh, up to this day, I always get excited because uh, I never got had the opportunity of actually uh, Sega games back then because we were kids. So mm-hmm. we, we, we don't have. Uh, ways we didn't have the resources. Play. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So whenever I see, because it's very scarcely difficult to find uh, uh, 
complete games nowadays. So I, I always get excited when I see a, a complete CIB box like this one. So I'm reminiscing the days that uh, I wasn't able to acquire uh, some of the games that we grew up with. So it's really a good. Uh, 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 well, it's really good to actually go back and uh, play these games. That, uh, I, I, I think, I think everybody would agree with me on this one that the the the, the things that we got interested in back then with retro is uh, the fact that we are enjoying it right now. Is is severely delayed demand. Let's like you know, gratific severely de delayed gratification. We those were the days when we would see all these amazing games. We just never had the resources, and now that we do have the resources, we are acquiring them, and we are catching up on all of those things that we never got the chance to. Yeah, uh, in the old days when That's you were true. just starved, looking at magazines, saying this looks like a great game. I wish I had, I could so, have it. Yeah. And yeah, now we do. Went magazines yeah. too. Well, I mean, Joe, the kind of magazines that you indulge in are are, are a little bit sketchy. So. I, mean, so. I don't have the resources, but I was looking at magazines too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we were all looking at magazines. The thing is, we couldn't, all we couldn't us, afford sir. the games, the games themselves. So now we are catching up to them, and it's a, it's a, it's a little paradox. Back then, we had all the time, we had no resources. Now we have the resources, but we just don't have the time anymore. <laughs> now we just have to fit it all in. All right, excellent choices, Steven. Very very good choices for the main characters. Okay, so I guess it falls on to me before I pass it back to Joe for the final for the for the for the final uh, rundown. In my case, um, uh, okay, uh, like Miss Eileen did say before, I I, I share with I share my uh, my like for for the for the character Kazuma Kiryu, uh, number one uh, choice, no particular order. Kazuma Kiryu of the Yakuza series because number one, Kazuma Kiryu is a badass. He he has a very deep backstory. He was a former Yakuza who defended his best friend from going to jail so he went to jail himself and when he got out he had to rebuild his life and he got saddled with this young kid who he had to take care of and through the course of the entire series uh he is he is developing as a character he does not um that that's the new character uh of the series i i don't i haven't encountered him yet because i still have to finish uh, uh, all the way up to number six, but like a dragon, that's that's gonna be the new character. But Kazuma Kiryu, with his uh, signature red shirt and gray suit, is you can see that's it's a reverse from <laughs> from the, from the main character. He's he's wearing a red uh, red suit and a gray shirt. But yeah, Kazuma Kiryu, the dragon of Dojima, Dojima, he is one of my most favorite characters in the Sega canon because he's got a sense of justice. He's got an interesting backstory. He's a badass. He kicks. He kicks ass, and he's a badass himself. And he is. I, I would say he's got. He's got a good heart to him. He's got heart because he feels like a real character that you can relate to, and you want to follow the storyline of. So that's why I love him as a character. Uh, okay, uh, my number two favorite character. I uh, share this with Dan. Joe Musashi. You know, Three. Yes. Oh, Looks like a fan here. Yes, the original ninja. I'm I'm 50 years old. I grew up in the heyday of the ninja movies back in the 80s and 90s with Shokosugi. I met the guy Shokosugi, the the, the original TV and movie ninja. Amazing guy. Met met him. One of the nicest people you'll ever meet. If you grew up in the 80s and 90s, you would be 
And you would be you would be a hermit to have not been obsessed with ninjas back yeah, then. Yeah. yeah, you would you you would you would see ninjas left and right. There would be American Ninja with with Michael Dudikoff. There would be um, Shintaro the Samurai with his with his Koga and Ika ninjas. And Joe Masashi being the original ninja in Sega when he showed up in all of these um, all of these uh, Sega games like Shinobi, Revenge of Shinobi. Um, of course, Shadow Dancer unofficially. He because of the fact that Joe Joe Musashi moves fast. He has he's he's he goes into these amazing adventures, and he's got uh, amazing. He he performs magic, like, you know, screen uh, screen capturing magic, shall we say? Oh, I, what's the right word for it? Screen screen encompassing magic when he performs his magic spells and everything. Uh, ninjas were mystical characters back then for us, back for the people growing. Uh, Seaver to show his 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 tales, uh, his tales, uh, Sega Game Gear right now on the <clears throat> on the screen. So you know, uh, Miss Charlene, you might be interested in that one. Oh, there you, uh, yeah, okay, you can see, you can see Miss Charlene. Uh, there you go. There you go. That that is my number two. I'm going going through it really fast because it, it, the, all these characters have been covered before. The one character that uh, nobody has touched on yet is uh, is my number three favorite character, the Centurion. Uh, the Centurion from the Roman Centurion from Altered Beast. If anybody is familiar uh, with Altered Beast oh, series, I did, I did. Yeah, there I you go. Altered, <laughs> if anybody is familiar with Altered Beast, the game, that is my third most favorite <laughs> character because it's. I, I don't quite recall if it's a pack-in game for the Sega Genesis. Was it? Uh, was it then? It was, was a package was, game. Yeah, uh, it, was, it, it was. It was, it was a package game. game. Mm-hmm. Okay, it yeah. was. Yes, it was one of the very first games that you played on the Sega Genesis, Altered Beast, and yeah. uh, a lot of people experienced Altered Beast for the uh, for the first time on the Sega Genesis. Some of them experienced it on the arcade, but they played it. Uh, a lot of people played it on the Sega Genesis, so it really came at you when you stuck that cartridge into the Sega Genesis and uh, you started the game. Uh, the booming voice of saying, "Rise from your grave," and of course, you know. Yes, all you just have to do is just all you just have to do is collect the three gray wolves and you can transform. So very true, very true. Uh, you came into it blind. You came into it blind. Yeah. You started punching and kicking, and these yeah. orbs suddenly floated up, and you know, uh, you kicked that that blue wolf, and this orb would suddenly make you tear off your shirt. You think, hey, wait yeah. a minute, what's happening over here? <laughs> it's like transforming self into a different beast. Like yeah. for example, one, the werewolf. Second, mm. the dragon. Third. The bear for very the tiger. True. Very true. That, that 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 was one of the very first games on the Sega Genesis people played. My personal experience was Joe Musashi on the Revenge of Shinobi. That was a little different for me, but you know it, it, that impacted me a lot. Those two games, Joe Musashi, Altered Beast. Those were those were my original uh, favorite uh, Sega characters. And one fa- favorite Sega character for modern times is Kazuma. First introduced in the PS2 games. Now. Uh, and on next generation consoles, PlayStation 4. Uh, I just made my my count very quick because everybody's already touched on them. This is just my one unique favorite character, the Roman Centurion. I don't think he ever got a name though, Dan. Did he? Did no, he I, get... I, I can't think. He did. I don't think he did. Mate. No. Um, no. I think I, it's, a great, it's a great choice for the for the um, the uniqueness because he's five characters in one, isn't he? You know what I mean? Mm. With his changes, and uh, I think as well. What I love about the Sega Genesis version of the game is the arcade version's a fantastic game, but the um, the Sega Genesis version has cheats which allow you 
the change that the beasts are set on the arcade version. So you, you know, first stage is you're a wolf, second a dragon, third a tiger, and fourth a wolf. The, bi- um, yeah, the bear. The bear. Yeah, there you go. Sorry, that's where the bear. The sorry, bear. I forgot the bear one. The let's version. I played this a lot uh, back in the days when I was a kid in the arcades, mm. but I, I never got to the point of getting to that stage, the second stage. <laughs> <laughs> and the arcade game is really hard. I have to admit, uh, I, I yeah. played it recently. It was—it's a very hard game, but uh, it's—I—I I, I just imagine the Roman centurion at after at the very end of it, after having fought the the wizard who captured the princess, you know, enjoying a nice little um, drink afterwards as a as a reward for our for a job well done <laughs> yeah oh yeah by the way guys um if you guys actually knew that there's also a altered beast on ps2 oh okay well uh, what's the video that one? oh yeah yeah they did a se- it was a sequel weren't it it wasn't a, it wasn't a remake they did a sequel yeah mm. it's what's actually more blood um it's a actually i'm it's not a sure fighting game i believe Oh, okay. Yeah, it's like more bloody, more bloody hell. Yeah, it's all that rage. Yes, mm. more transformation and more horrific. Really? I'll have I'll yes. have to do some research on it. I'm I'm slacking on my uh, on my uh, on my fa- <laughs> one of my favorite characters. Then I'll have to check oh, no, that no. out. It, it, there, it is they actually showed up. Yeah. Yeah, really? Okay, go. we have the video here right now. All there it is. That's the altered beast. Yes, I'll have to check this out. I don't remember this one. Yeah, brace yourselves for the transformations. <laughs> the Man, transformation now- over there is really amazing. It's really awesome, and you can see that there is the wolf. Mm-hmm. That's the wolf. Dang, I've been slacking. I'll have to check this out. I might even <laughs> stream this on my on my channel, Banyagang Native. There you go. All right, so that is uh, those are my three favorite Sega characters. I'm passing it off finally to Jo. Jo. Let's hear who your choices are. Okay. Well, you know me, guys. I'm an RPG guy. And Sega, for the lack thereof, Sega is no stranger for uh, for RPGs. If if anything, they don't really have enough outside from the Shining franchise, the Fantasy Star franchise. Uh, during the 16-bit era, uh, the Super Nintendo had more RPGs compared to Sega. So, um, so we've talked about the other consoles. So I'm gonna talk about the other consoles that we haven't talked about. So I'll start first with the Sega Saturn, Magic Knight Ray Earth. My favorite character uh, on this game would be Fu. You know, the blonde chick with the glasses. Now, uh, it's not all about tits and ass, about, you know, for me. I mean, you know, I tend to go to the intellectual, uh, the, inte- the intellectual characters as well. So out of the three characters, the three girls, Fu uh, is. Um, it's the intellectual one out of the three. Uh, my, uh, she's my favorite in terms of uh, in terms of gameplay, because uh, so Hikaru and Umi are both sword users, and she's the only one who uses a bow and arrow to fight. And if you leveled her up um, high enough, then her arrows will become homing arrows. So most of the time throughout the playthrough, I was just using Fu all the way. Just shooting arrows left and right. Well, not really left and right because her, um, because you know she has homing arrows. Uh, just just press the button all the time and it, it will hit all the enemies in front of you. Uh, her uh, her mecha uh, Windom would be the last mecha that you uh, that you awaken on um, in this game. Unfortunately, her, her character wasn't really as fleshed out compared to the manga and anime. 
but I've already known her character even before playing this game anyway. So uh, yeah, full all the way from start to finish. Just use her. Uh, just use her arrows. Uh, you'll be good. So that's magic. Uh, that's full from Magic Knight Rayer for, for the Sega Saturn. Now going back to the Titaness. <laughs> we got Valkyria Chronicles, the PlayStation 3. My favorite character. It's a toss-up between Alicia and <laughs> uh, between uh, between Alicia and what's the <laughs> what's the other girl? Uh, Selvaria. Okay, so I would I would give it to Selvaria. She's one of the antagonists uh, of the of the game. I'm only choosing her. Okay. Outside of the obvious reasons, but I'm choosing her because of her weapon called the Rum. It has the ability to shoot. It has the power of a machine gun, but with the accuracy of a sniper rifle. And out of all of the characters in the game, she's the only one who has that weapon. Uh, if you're going to play uh, Valkyria Chronicles uh, on the PlayStation 3, there's a uh, there's a DLC con. Uh, so there's a DLC edition on that game that you'll be able to play. Uh, Silveria, so she has a mission, and you'll you'll be able to control her. And for the first time in the game, you'll be able to control her using her um, her sniper machine gun hybrid kind of gun. And it's 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 really really fun. You can pretty much um, decimate the whole playing field, not just by charging in, but with a good distance. You can just shoot whatever, whoever, whatever. She can just uh, she can decimate. Uh, infantry. She can destroy. Uh, she can destroy tanks with just that machine gun because it's really that strong and really that accurate. And of course, uh, you know she has other guns, but you know, you don't know. You know what I mean? If you play the game, <laughs> is, it, is that uh, the first one? Is the first one Joe? Oh no, yeah. <laughs> I mean, well, there you go. Uh, well, that, that is well, that is flexing a little <laughs> bit right there. <laughs> no, no, I mean, aside of uh, besides the obvious, of course. Uh, yeah, so okay. of course you got her um, her uh, her normal form where where she just uses the gun, but on her Valkyria form she's even more menacing, even more powerful, uh, if not even better. Uh, with in her Valkyria form, so she has the lance that she can. Um, so she with her Valkyrian lance she can shoot energy blast uh, from a mile away. If you think Rum can um, can decimate the playing field. Uh, if, if 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 there's one thing about her Valkyrie form, it doesn't stay long. So yes, you can uh, you can destroy anything with her Val uh, with her Valkyrie uh, version. But yeah, I would I would prefer using the gun, uh, her uh, her machine gun slash uh, sniper rifle kind of gun. And that's Alicia, by the way. So Alicia would be the ultimate scout, but I would give it to Silveria. Much more mature. Have you played? Have you played and, all the all the games in the series, Joe? Um, I played Valkyria, uh, so I got the Valkyria Chronicles two for the PSP. Uh, just a watered down game of Valkyria Chronicles, to be honest. Not much of a sequel, but a lot of repeating, uh, lot of lots of repeating missions, to be honest. Um, I also got Valkyria Chronicles three, which is a Japanese exclusive for the PSP. As well, it's right over there. Um, <laughs> it's right over right there. You know? <laughs> That's the and, way of our lives. <laughs> and Valkyria Chronicles Four for the PS4. Now that one I like as well. That's, that one. Um, 
before. There you go. <laughs> well, Dan has it. Yes, he has got his collection Dad's right out, right within yeah, arm's reach. Yeah, right right I've just, I've just moved and out, so not everything's packed away. But I've literally just got these these three or four games outside of me, and it's uh, Valkyria Chronicles. So, mm. oh, I, oh, I also got the Europa version. Yeah. Hmm. Oh yeah. So oh, yeah. the Europa yeah. version. Uh, of the PS4 um, port of Valkyria Chronicles, it has all of the DLCs. Ooh. So if you got a PS4, yeah. and I think that's really cheap. Actually, you can just uh, you can pretty much get that anywhere now. Uh, yeah, it's really yeah. cheap. Yeah. So if you're Charlene gonna was about play to say Chronicles, get the Europa yeah. version. Yeah, I think Miss Charlene I, was about to say something. Yeah, um, I was asking that if Valkyria has a PS Vita version. Does she have a Vita version? No, no, not that I, I remember. Vita, no. Uh, yeah, no. I, it came out no. on PSP, but not on Vita. PSP, not on PS Vita. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Let PS3? me just try and remember. PS3, yes. PS3, yeah, it has. Yeah, oh, PS3. The, the original one is the PS3. Oh, the original okay. one is the PS3. And then all of the the original game plus the DLC would be on the PS4, the um, Europa version. Ooh. And your Valkyria Chronicles 2 for the PlayStation, uh, for the PlayStation Portable. Um, and the Valkyria Chronicles 3 also came out for the PSP, but only in mm. Japanese. Mm. But there's a but, uh, but but there's an English fan translation of that one. So you, yeah, you can play that one as well. Okay. Okay. Uh, before Joe mentions his number one choice, well, actually not number one choice, his third choice. I just wanted to have a very quick look at the chats, and I wanted to say hi to uh, Ruben Jose Chavez Senior. Who says? I think the success of Sonic of the Sonic movies and the movies of Marvel, which with the right people making and supporting them, is uh, that their IPs can make it. I completely agree with you, Ruben, on that one. Um, well handled the 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 stable of of Sonic uh, uh, Sega characters are definitely going to make them a lot of money. Handled properly. Wow. Okay, yeah. and of course, Marlon Hurtado is in the chats too. Hello, Marlon. It's great to see you. Thanks very much for hanging around. All right, Joe. Marlon. Your, final, hey, Joe, your Joe. final choice. Oh, yeah, yeah. Go uh, ahead. I just want to cut in because I. I uh, ahead, can you show the Magic Knight Rare again? Oh, yeah, okay. Magic Knight. By the way, Sega Saturn, uh, the long box, you will know what version it is. If, mm. if it's like on a CD type case, it's okay. the Japanese version. So if it's a long box, it's either it's European or the US version. But I believe oh. what, but I believe what uh, Sir Joy is holding right now is the US version. Is that right? Uh, it cost me an arm and a leg. Yeah. I was actually surprised because if you look at price charting, that game that uh, Sir Joy is holding mm. is a thousand dollars. Uh, it, no, no kidding. It, it's mm. it's valued at a thousand dollars. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Great shot, <There> He's <laughs> that. Basically, having that is very thousand dollars. A lot of money for that one. Oh exactly. yeah. Well, Joe did but, say that uh, he spent you, an arm. You did like mention Joe that you wanted to trade the Chrono Trigger. Not with not with this game though. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right, good choice, good choice. Yeah. I'll rather pay you a thousand dollars than trade you. 
I don't think you'll trade that one. We, it's, it's we all have that one grail in our collection where we are definitely not gonna part with it, no matter what you what you offer. No matter what. <laughs> Aja, what's your what's your final choice as to your favorite Sega and, character? Um, and for the final choice would be a subdiary of Sega, of course, Atlas. Mm. I would go with Persona Five. Oh, mm, Persona. Yes, yes, yes. yes, yes now, yes, Persona yes. Five has a, has lots of uh, of colorful characters to say. Mm. And out of everyone, the one person that stuck uh, stuck hard, like really hard, mm-hmm. it's Anne. No, joke, uh, not Anne. Uh, oh, no, no. <laughs> uh, this guy, the, uh, the, the other blonde. For real? For real? For, really? Uh, so you prefer no, that no, character? I mean, right, I mean, hear me out, hear me out. I mean, <laughs> Anne is hot, okay? Anne is hot. But mm. aside from that, what do you got? Right. Wow! Wow! Great, great Scott, man. So, uh, and, and oh yeah, Makoto is okay. I mean, Makoto. Well, uh, you know, um, uh, student council president, and mm-hmm. aside from that, inferior compl- uh, inferiority complex compared to his sis- uh, compared to her sister, Futaba, Sharin. I mean, what else? But but. But Ryuji, Ryuji, so Ryuji is the very first friend that you'll make. Uh, so you're the pro- yeah. you're the main protagonist, right? And Ryuji's your uh, Ryuji is the one guy who just unceremoniously, unceremoniously uh, befriend. Uh, he's he's the first one to befriend you. Yeah, he can. He, I mean, you know, you know, one of those. Uh, it's kind of relatable because if you are the kind of guy who's really, really conservative, really quiet. And he is your basically your everything that you're not. Mm-hmm. He's loud, mm-hmm. impulsive, assertive. He's basically your wingman. So mm-hmm. if anything, if if you're not saying anything, he he would say it for you. He's um he's everything that you dream that you uh, he's everything that you want yourself to be. Mm-hmm. So maybe I'm just projecting myself to the main protagonist being Ryuji as the friend. But his character uh, is, is even more than that. Um, uh, a broken, a broken family, and you can pretty much understand why why his character is being like that, uh, mm-hmm. knowing uh, knowing his background. Yes, his character, uh, his character and gameplay is much less to be desired in comparison to the other characters that we have in Persona Five. But in terms of of personality alone. There's this one. Uh, there's this one scene in the um, in the game that oh my god, we're going to have another Final Fantasy VII Ares death scene here. Up oh, spoilers, and I'm like, oh shit, <laughs> and I was like, oh no, they did not. Oh no, not again. No, no, no. Well, anyway, uh, you, you'll know you, uh, to the uh, to all of you people who uh, who played the game. You know what I'm talking about. Mm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I have a question though. Have you actually played the first Persona? Persona one for uh, for the for the PS for the PS one for the PlayStation one. Okay. Um, how I how I compared Persona five to, P- to the PS one? Mm. Yes, from the, the first, first Persona game. Okay. There's a reason why the fr- uh, the first and the second Persona games are not are not having their remades and their reports because they're trash. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. Allegedly, uh, if you're gonna ask the fandom, uh, those two games were not really the best that Atlas came uh, uh, that came up with. If anything, it was uh, it was their it was their idea uh, 
trying to extend their reach beyond the Shin Megami Tensei franchise, but uh, but it ha- but those two games have their own flair. Sure, um, if it, they introduced the, um, the the social links more, um, the social links were more a little bit uh, more introduced on the second uh, uh, the second Persona game compared to the first. Uh, to be honest, on the first game, mm. it's really dizzy. Uh, I got really dizzy playing the game. Uh, it's more of a dungeon crawling kind of game more than a um, like a field map kind of game. Mm. Yeah. Um, you know what I'm talking about, Sergio? Uh, like, yes. Really, like dungeon crawl. Like wh- when you go straight, and then when when you turn left or right, the yes. whole camera shift left and first, right. Like first that. person dungeon crawler. First, first, like a first person view, and I, and I really hated that. Mm-hmm. Uh, it wasn't only until the second game that they uh, that they changed the camera angles during during your expedition, during your journey, all throughout the battle maps, all throughout the city map as well. Um, but and get dungeon crawling aspect of the first game you're okay it's still a uh, it's still a first uh turn-based kind of game mm-hmm. turn-based uh a turn-based system mm-hmm. but i can understand why the um why the dislike for the first two games although out of the five games that we have those two are the most expensive yeah, yeah. although i still expensive. remember that they got remade right joe they had remade uh, on the ps yes yeah. Yes, oh, I, I got those as well. Mm. It's right there. Yeah. I can see it. <laughs> I got. The, <laughs> I got Where? PS. Uh, I, got the, I got the first one and the second one. Oh, except nice. for uh, except for Eternal, uh, Eternal Punishment. Mm. Uh, the Eternal Punishment is only uh, it's only in Japanese. Mm. I think we got. But actually, there's going to be a new Persona Five going to be released. Royal. I heard about Royal. I got, the, I got it right there. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> right there. Where, what platform is it releasing on, Miss Charlene? Yes. Um, it's gonna be released on Xbox S Series, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Nintendo Switch. Mm. Uh, and the PS4. Royal version has been released for the PlayStation Four like a, uh, a couple of years ago. Mm. It was on. for the PlayStation. Sorry, what was that? For the PlayStation Four. And then it will be available for the Switch and Xbox. Yes, that's uh, right. I think, I think yeah. Sorry, I think I think Dan was saying something. What was that, Dan? No, sorry. Yeah, Joe, Joe, spot on. It's uh, Persona yeah. Five Royal has been out for a while, and it's being released on, um, yeah. on Switch. Uh, Xbox. Yeah, because yeah, they, they got Royal right. and Striker. Yeah, actually, Strikers was new one. Guess I actually have it right here on hey. my. I actually have the physical tape. I actually the covers in my room though, so I have mm. it right here. <laughs> <laughs> And to anyone who is, uh, anyone who is uh, who is curious playing the Persona Five, I would say play the Persona Five Royal. It's more it's it's a d- definitive version. Uh, apparently, Persona Five when it came out, rumor has it they had to rush the uh, they had to rush production that some characters were not able to make the cut, the final cut. So that's yeah. why they released Persona Five Royal, where everything's yeah. in there. Uh, the, uh, the extra characters and extra content they're all in there so to you guys who are curious about playing Persona 5 one of the best games that came out for the PlayStation 5 uh, role-playing gaming wise uh, just yeah. play Persona 5 Royal do, okay. do you yeah. think Persona now could go on to be the next Final Fantasy uh, I should say so yeah why because where so. Enix don't know what they're doing <laughs> Isn't it ironic how um, Final Fantasy and a lot of other 
genre, uh, sorry, series have gone action orientated, mm -hmm. and yet Sega, who you would not have had down as a major turn-based JRPG player, mm -hmm. are actually flying the flag now because you've got Valkyria Chronicles, you yes. Yakuza Persona, 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 Persona Five, and Shin Megami Tensei in general. Shin Megami yeah. much established the saying that turn-based is still a thing. Exactly. Despite the uh, despite the gaming consoles being modern now, it's still a thing, and a lot of people are still clamoring for turn-based games. That's got a very good point, though. The the most yeah. recent Yakuza Like a Dragon is a turn-based game, turn-based RPG, and who knows? Oh, there you go. Joe is showing off his like. Show and tell, guys. Like a dragon. <laughs> there you show and tell. All right, fine. Oh, show and tell. My, my Amazon package is just still downstairs. So I'll, I'll and talk about and, show and tell. <laughs> and talk about their action RPGs. You got your Shining Tears right here. Shining Tears. I never got to play that one. I still have to play through that one. Actually, Anybody which is we, that one. also Shining 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 Red. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Okay. All right. Excellent. So uh, I. I think uh, we'll just do one final read through of the Pita chat. Uh, Janus Sena ninety one says La Manila Manila. I'm not quite sure what that what that what that quite means, but you know, I'm I'm saying hi to him. And of course, you know, acknowledging everybody in the chat. Thank you very much to everybody who's here. Oh, Neil Ko says my favorite Sega character is John Madden from the game John Madden Football ninety two. I guess you can say John Madden is a Sega character now. That is very true. He has achieved immortality status right now as a Sega character. I mean. Out of all the John Madden games, can you actually mm. play John Madden? No. Sorry, say again. No, what was that, Joe? You can't. You can't. But you can control when he mm. says "hut." No, there you, you go. The B, if there you press go. the B button, he goes "hut." Uh, yes. Uh, there you go. Ah, yes. All right. So I guess that that that, that is uh, all of us. That is everybody's opinions on their favorite Sega characters. We'll do. We'll do. Uh, I guess we'll do shameless plugs now. Uh, Let's let's begin with uh, let's begin with the uh, let's do it the in the order that we started off with earlier, Miss Charlene. Uh, let's do your shameless plug. So yeah, thank you so much, guys. I really do appreciate here for joining us here in the this podcast. Here it was really fun. So I'm um, actually enjoying about topics of Sega games, but also. I'm also we are also retro streamers here so give us a follow here at Pinoy Retro Gaming here. Pretty awesome streamers though. Appreciate their love support here into the stream. As for me, Honoka99, also a streamer as well. So I appreciate to give me a follow as well. Both Facebook and Twitch. So do appreciate it though. Thank you. Thank you so much. Mm. All right, excellent. I'm sorry, I, Joe. I apologize for that one. I I think I might have uh, I might have uh, uh, I might have grabbed your uh, grabbed your uh, role. Yeah, no, no, we're good, we're good. All right, no. all right. Yeah, I, because normally we I pass it off back to Joe for for the final uh. for the final round. But yeah, um, we'll do it in the order that we did it earlier. Miss Charlie mm -hmm. did her shameless plug. Next, yeah. who came after Miss Charlie? It was Dan, right? Yes, Dan. Yeah, Dan. Yeah, yeah. All right, Dan. Let's do your shameless plug. Yeah, thanks for having me, chaps. Obviously, we, I'm now I'm part of this panel. Come see us here. You know, as a timeless gamer, oh, sorry, Pinoy and a timeless gamer. And mm. um, also, if you want to pop along and chat about Sega in general, um, come to the Facebook group, the Sega Genesis Facebook group, um, which is basically if you just go to Facebook and search Sega Genesis, we're the biggest group on there. There's 45,000 of us. So come and say hello and uh, have a laugh with us. 
Excellent. Okay. No, just no flame wars, though. Okay. No flame wars. No flame <laughs> Plenty. So long as it's pro Sega. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that that is the stipulation there. Flame wars, but pro Sega. Excellent. Who came after that? It was Miss Eileen, right? Miss Eileen. Yeah. Let's do your shameless plug. So thank you everybody for coming and joining our podcast. Um, I am Ensign Porter, and I stream on Twitch. I usually stream retro games, MS DOS. It's actually a variety of games I could play PlayStation 1, PSP, Game Boy, Game Boy Advance, SNES, and you name it, old games. So, yes, you could catch me on Twitch. I also do art streams. And I also uh, shout out to 123 Go Retro. I just did a drawing of an emote for his Twitch channel. So, yeah, I do commissions. <laughs> so, again, thank everybody for joining. Ali, will you be streaming Comic Zone by any chance? Yes. I will be streaming yes. that after I have finished it offline. I want to be confident yeah. when I go online. Let, again. Oh, let me come on. Let me know. I will be behind you shouting. Come on, I'll be shouting. Come on, Eileen. <laughs> there you go. Come on, Eileen. Come on, come on, man. You got to make that 80s reference, right? Sorry, there. Man. There, that's... <laughs> Lexus Midnight Runner. Yes, Dexy's Midnight Runner. Midnight <laughs> All right, Runner. After, Mi- after Miss Eileen, Siebert. Siebert is Restro. I know Siebert that. I'm, I'm also a new waiver, Sir Joel. So oh, yes. I know Dexy's Midnight Runner. New waivers go on there. Yeah, me and Siebert get in that one. Yeah. Comic right. Zone. Yeah. Come on, Eileen. So, guys, if Sir Dan has Sega Genes- Genesis, uh, we have a local called Sega Collectors, so you can catch it there. So, if you have any connections or yeah, you're into selling CIB, complete in-box game, sell it to us. Don't post it. So, just message us. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. So yeah, we, because Siebert uh... calls dibs first. Call <laughs> <laughs> dibs first. But, but... Well, we have a local group called Sega Collectors, so if you're into Sega and if you want to talk to us about the collection, your favorite, your experience, if you're having difficulty at certain stage, you can uh, share that to the group and uh, have a great chat about it. So we also have the subgroup. Uh, by the way, these groups are managed by me, Salsu Plagio, and Andrew Gold. They're actually watching right now, so uh, hello guys. So we've been coming up with groups lately, as I said. Celso and I know because if you if you're into uh, uh, these types of game, join us as I go. All right, so I guess uh, it's my turn next. Uh, let me just say hi to Alexander Martinez in the chats. First time, uh, first time viewer, first time he's seen the podcast. Welcome, Alexander Martinez, to the podcast. Very very happy that you're here. In my case, my name is Joel. I am I am a streamer. I do various uh, retro game streams, uh, whatever I feel like. I play games offline a lot, but whenever I get the chance, I do stream online. Usually, I'm be- I'm doing I've been doing it recently on Twitch. I just made my um, Facebook, uh, uh, sorry, my my YouTube channel to archive my my streams. Uh, you can check it out, Banyagang Native, both on Twitch and on uh, and on uh, YouTube. I do still stream on Facebook occasionally, but not very much because. Um, the restrictions have been hitting me very hard, yeah. and I, I, I'm I'm ser- sorry to say, Facebook, you're you're kind of losing me on that one. But yes, check check me out on Twitch Twitch TV under Banyagang Native, and on YouTube, just search Banyagang Native, and I'll be there for your retro gaming pleasure. All right, Joe, your turn. All right, I would like to thank Miss Eileen, Sir Dan, Miss Charlene, Sir uh, Sir Joel, Sir Siebert, and of course our technical director, backstage survey. Uh, especially with his thumbnail and doing all of the uh, doing the links, the ch- handling the chat and the, the screen sh- uh, the screen sharing. 
and to all of down uh, to all of you guys down there at the chat thank you all so much for for staying from the start to finish and that's it for our premiere episode uh, premiere episode for the uh, for the timeless gamer season five which is our our favorite Sega characters brought to you by Sir Dan. Thank you all so much for being here. And and as always, oh, before that, of course, mm. Uh, mm. Yeah. Uh, to all of you guys who are uh, curious about the show, our our previous episodes are all archived in our YouTube channel, uh, which is Thomas Gamer PRG. Uh, our if you just want to if you just want to listen, you can just go to. Uh, to the podcast, uh, to the podcast version, uh, the audio podcast uh, of Timeless Gamer by going to Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast by searching Timeless Gamer on all of those uh, platforms. On all of those platforms, and on behalf of Sir Carlo, uh, who couldn't be here unfortunately, despite of him wanting to join the uh, wanting to join the, the discussion. So this is Timeless Gamer, and our bodies in our games may grow out of date. But our gaming experiences will forever remain. Bye, guys. Bye, guys. See you guys soon. Bye. Bye, guys.